Is this caring for others? Is this peace, Peter? Is this love, Peter? Hello, and welcome to Ramjack and the quest for the 16-function multicolor strand of doom. Hello, my name is John Pernasek, standing in for Alex Green, but not filling his shoes, because I have a feeling that Alex's shoes are much larger than mine. What a comical image that would be. My name is John huh? Pernasek, saying it again. Happy holidays, and of course, over in that corner, who's over there? It's a, it's a little Christmas mouse. Hello, I'm a Christmas mouse. Squeak, squeak. <laughs> That's what I wanted you to say, squeak, squeak. <laughs> that was very important to me. Well, you're a welcome. Christmas mouse who does not say squeak squeak. <laughs> Brad, happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to you as well. You know, it just seems like yesterday that we were celebrating Christmas in July. Now we're celebrating Christmas at Christmas time. Ah, <laughs> oh, how delightful. We have a lot on the docket today. We're going to talk about toys. We're going to talk about Christmas specials from the late 70s and mid 80s that... <laughs> horrifying bewilder (laughs) (laughs) true that uh but as uh, one must say we'll get to that i want it now shut up i want it shut up i just thought i would kick us off here um i got a i got a little cookbook here now this is the holly springs church uh morsels of love cookbook don't say morsels (laughs) that's a gross word (laughs) morsels of love what's Um, the full title again the holly springs church uh, morsels of love. This is from the Holly Springs Church in Chester County, Tennessee. Um, that, this is one of the random things that I snatched from my mother's house last year. Snatch. Looks like it was. Looks like it is a home binding situation. Like someone bound that cookbook in a church basement somewhere. It's possible. Are like you know because this was like this is in the nineties. Um, oh, so oh my. It may have just been like a we. Hey, we have a shitty company do this for. A stupid amount of money, because that's what we do back in the day. Hey. Uh, best. Oh, it's in, it's. We got a little inscription here. Best wishes to you both, and hope you have, and hope you, <laughs> hope you will enjoy cooking these recipes. Love, Linell and Lloyd. I don't know if the grammar cooking these recipes is really the best. <laughs> no, I don't know if that's the grammar you want to go with, but uh, I'll allow it. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. Um, uh, there's just a ton of things in here that are amazing and terrifying. Um, many of which, of course, uh, come from relatives of mine, obviously. Uh, <laughs> it's a real panic inducer. Um, like... So, it's just... the, this, is a, this is a weird project. So let me just get this straight. This is a church-sponsored cookbook, and presumably all of the recipes come from people within the congregation. Yes. Okay, that's all it is. I like a simple product. I think I can wrap my head around this. It's weird as fuck, but uh, simple. I like it. Um, John, how do you feel about a mayonnaise cake? <laughs> uh, well, okay, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna give you some say... cake options. You tell me which cake you want. <laughs> option one, <laughs> mayonnaise cake. Oh. Option option two, unbelievers cake. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's unbelievers cake. Yes, it's an unbelievers cake. Sounds perfect for you. <laughs> um. Also, what about a wacky cake? 
I'm sorry, you broke out into a little bit of a fit there. What does I'm that look like? That's a wacky cake. Are those are those my three options, or are even are even more cakes at my disposal? You know, I just went for the first ones I saw there. Um, well, there's also a green tomato spice cake. That <laughs> you're making me mad. <laughs> you're making me real mad right now. Also, a tomato sauce cake. Any of these? What, I'm gonna need Shush. to pick a cake at some point. <laughs> the kids' birthdays are coming up. I don't know what cake I'm gonna make. They like all these cakes. Uh, Brad, I don't know. I mean, the the first one you said, the mayo cake, I believe it was. That sounds like the most disturbing cake of them all. First of all, these aren't yeah. cakes. These are stews masquerading as cakes. <laughs> it's a cake. I mean, it's a stew. It's a broiling hot stew. <laughs> it's a green, green, green tomato and spice. It's my favorite cake. I love tomato cakes. Stop saying it. <laughs> You're not allowed to say tomato cake ever again. <laughs> All right, I'll just have to make mayonnaise cake then. What is an unbeliever cake? We, I mean, all those other cakes, you can sort of break down very easily what they are. What's the unbeliever cake? All right, the unbeliever cake. Jonathan's favorite cake. Um, <laughs> are you just calling me out right now? <laughs> you have no saying. belief. I'm just saying, you are a Satan worshiper, and uh, as such, you will have the unbeliever's cake. Um, all right, simple recipe. One <laughs> egg, one cup of sugar, a cup of peanut butter, and a teaspoon of vanilla. Done. That's it? That's, a, that's, a, that's it. That's a tiny cake. <laughs> that's a little, teeny, tiny morsel of a cake. It is a morsel, Wait a to minute. be fair. Egg, peanut butter, sugar, vanilla. Is that even a cake? What is that? Is there a flour? <laughs> What's happening? No flour. That's, That's for the believers. That's peanut butter with an egg and sugar and vanilla. That's not ah. a cake. <laughs> what you do is you take the peanut butter and you fry up an egg. And then you toss the peanut butter and you get it all hot. And then you eat it like a stew. <laughs> I'm just going to throw this out there. Um, I broke out this uh, cookbook uh, once earlier on the episode that was Lost to the Ages with Alex, um, and I was just flipping through. I haven't didn't do a lot of heavy reading into this, and much like now, I'm just finding some like straight up atrocities. <laughs> um, what about a lazy fruit pie? Huh? Can I put you in a lazy fruit pie? <laughs> Those goddamn lazy fruit pies. <laughs> or what about a lazy boy fruit cobbler? The f every phrase that I'm not kidding, this isn't a bit. When you say the phrase lazy boy, I get sick. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that there, lazy boy. I don't say that. <laughs> yeah. Luna's chocolate chess pie. That's a recipe from my great grandmother. I'm sorry, or my what? Grandmother's, or my great grandmother's twin sister, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, uh, it's Luna's chocolate chess pie. They are they all desserts? They can't all be desserts. No, I'm just in the dessert section currently. Oh, is that the last section of the book? It should be. It's the. I think it's the first section. It makes no sense. <laughs> desserts don't uh, come first. Desserts don't come first. Well, maybe they do in Chester County. <laughs> you start out with the sweet treat. <laughs> what about a recipe for candy? <laughs> what is the recipe for candy? What is candy? Said the alien it's to the boy. <laughs> Candy. It is one cup brown sugar, one cup granulated sugar, a fourth a cup of water, a fourth a cup light corn syrup, one tablespoon butter, half a cup pecan halves, one teaspoon vinegar, and a fourth of a cup confectioner's sugar. So it's pecan that's, candy? That's apparently what you get, yeah. 
Oh my god. Brad, this this book, it's the Necromonica. <laughs> hey, here's okay, I'm 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 out of I'm out of desserts now. Uh, let's get down to some uh, main dishes. How about some continental chicken? <laughs> what makes it continental? Oh, I'm glad you asked. This is a recipe from my Aunt Clessie Mae. Um, and her continental chicken recipe involves uh, beef jerky. No. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Four whole chicken breasts. Oh, my um, God. Six to eight slices of bacon. Uh... A can of cream mushroom soup. Sour cream and flour. Flour? Yeah. You gotta thicken it up. I mean, come on. You gotta thicken up your beef jerky and chicken and bacon soup food. Serves two. (laughs) Four chicken breasts, 60 slices of bacon, 30 bottles of vinegar. Serves two. Oh, boy. Um, What about a recipe for buttered crumbs? Uh... Would you like to know the ingredients? Sure. It's, it's It's gonna trick you. Um, first is one cup fine breadcrumbs. The other ingredient is three tablespoons of margarine. <laughs> well, you gotta stay not healthy. Even, it's not even butter for those buttered crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? God. I, I'm having very real visceral reactions to this, but I also did want to mention uh, in the episode where you describe that family uh, that you sat next to. <laughs> Oh, boy. I was on the train in the morning listening to that story unfold, and at a certain point, I was just sort of... I was on the train, and I was sort of looking straight out, and I I was kind of smiling to myself, being like, oh, this is a very funny, goofy, horrifying story about this naked child. And then you mentioned the detail of the father slipping his hand down (laughs) and checking the fucking rank asshole of his own child. And my head unwillingly just dipped down. And I didn't blink for maybe a good 40 seconds while smiling. Like, I had a frozen, like, vegetable <laughs> smile on my face. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> as awful as that was, like, I, I feel like the story I was able to garner from it almost made up for that. <laughs> Which, uh, by the way, um, um, do, I'm doing a lunch at Disney with uh, Tammy and Dan this weekend, so who knows what we'll see. <laughs> who knows what my eyes shall see. But Brad, I hate to take you away from that. Cookbook, is there anything else that you found that you deem to be terrible? <laughs> I do have I do have a one recipe here that I, I just have to talk about. And that's Cindy's Mexican dish. Nope. Cindy's Mexican dish is contributed by Beverly King. So Cindy's not even <laughs> Cindy's in. Cindy's Beverly's long like, dead. Cindy's Cindy's Mexican dish is so good, guys. I gotta put it in the cookbook for the church. I stole it. I killed um, her. <laughs> what do you think's in Cindy's Mexican dish, Jonathan? I'm thinking not a lot of Mexican stuff. Uh, <laughs> I don't oh, think it's gonna I, add up to much. I think you, I think I'll prove you wrong because the very first ingredient is one large bag of Doritos. Oh God! So it's just straight up fucking racism. Okay, fine, fair enough. It's a bag of Doritos, a, a, a pound and a half of ground beef, a can of Rotel, two cans of cream chicken soup, and shredded cheese. This is a it's walking. A dish. This is a walking taco. This is just this is some Laura Wimsett elephant ear walking taco fair food shit. Oof. I'm How many kids you, have is... wolfed down Cindy's Mexican dish at like a fucking nine-year-old birthday party? Oh Seriously, God. I mean, 
It's a real nightmare. Real nightmare, this cookbook. <laughs> What's that title so everyone can get it on Amazon again? <laughs> oh, this is the Holly Springs Church <laughs> Morsels of Love. Morsels. There's a recipe for happiness at the very beginning. Nope. <laughs> Do you want to close out with that? Sure. Huh? <laughs> nope, sure. Nope, sure, nope. <laughs> a cup of kind deeds. Nope. A cup of good thoughts. Nope. Two cups of sacrifice. Deal with it. Is there a pinch of anything? Just a pinch? Uh, one cup of consideration. Three uh, cups for, of forgiveness. You're gonna need a large bowl for this shit. Um, two cups of of own of own faults. Own, I guess, own your own own faults. Own faults is what it says. Own faults. Dash well beaten. Okay. What? Um, <laughs> I don't want to eat my faults. <laughs> you're gonna have to eat your faults. <laughs> Um, four cups prayer, oh boy. Three yeah. cups faith, fuck that. Um, and a cup of enthusiasm. You can't even, oh, you can't even embrace your own format. Do a dash, a pinch. Ah, can't. Can't do it. Leenel says no. That's Leenel's recipe. Sa no sacrifice has made us someone happy. No one has made a sacrifice and thought to themselves, that was great. <laughs> I loved making that sacrifice. Ah, Jesus, I think Jesus loved making that sacrifice. Granted, it wasn't really a sacrifice, but you know. <laughs> ah, bad cookbook. Bad. <laughs> Go away, cookbook. Bad cookbook. So no cake yum yum then. No cake yum yum. All right, I'm putting it away. <laughs> God. Well, Every and if, time. if I'm ponying up to a fucking slice of unbeliever cake, you're gonna fucking pony up too, Brad Couples. <laughs> Oh. And Alex is gonna have to eat a slice too. We're all gonna share. Uh, an unbelievable cake for the table. Three spoons, please. Oh, but I wanted the cake yum yum. <laughs> I wanted the green tomato spice straw hat black tar baby cake. <laughs> <laughs> Do yeah. you have the Uncle Remus cake? <laughs> oh, we don't ser serve that in the white portion of the diner. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, where's the other section? Oh, we don't have it. So we burnt it down. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> You're asking too many questions. You need a slice of question pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you mean you mean you mean Raymel's classic of um, question pizza? It's all Italian. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, it's Raymond's one hundred and ten percent Italian question pizza. First, first ingredient, um, one one can biscuits, uh, jar jar of ragu. I got this recipe. I got this recipe from the Devil's Little Black Cookbook. I signed it. I did. Swear to God. Uh, gross. <laughs> yeah. Brett, you know, on occasion I ask you to put on a hat. <laughs> I ask you to put on a hat and play the it's part. It's too hot, Jonathan. Nope. It's 80 something degrees in Florida. You said it was cool. You said it was recently cool. You had to close your it window. Was. It was for like three days and then it got hot. You gotta get out of Florida because in uh, Trump's America, that's gonna be the first state to go. It's gonna drown in the sea. <laughs> this planet's gonna broil, Brad. It's gonna broil. <laughs> Sometimes, Brad, you wear the wig of a judge, and you must play hear ye, hear ye. Sometimes, yes. <clears throat> I ask you to wear a Technicolor dream coat and interpret dreams. I haven't done that in, uh, what, four years? But I, sometimes I ask you to do as such. 
Today, I, I need you to wear the hat of the ethicist because I have for you a few more ethicist questions from the New York Times. Yes! Nice. The Grey Lady. This ain't no Dear Abby shit. This is the real deal. You play Giving Advice the game all the time, but this is the real shit. I have a couple of so questions here no for you. So there's no demon possession? No, there is nothing like that. No hands being possessed. No sh shadow people tickling your butt, and then you turn around and they're not there. <laughs> That's what happens in my. I, I don't know. <laughs> I uh, I'm crafting my. I'm crafting my first. God, that makes me so mad when you read those short stories that people write, and they pretend like it's real. I wrote a short story, yeah. but I'm pretending like it's real. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, All right, folks, nothing to see here. Everybody, stay calm <laughs> and turn around and go home. <laughs> Brett. This first question comes to us from the ethicist, as do, well they all, and it goes a little something like this. <clears throat> I recently graduated from college, the first person in my family to do so. Good for you. <laughs> and I'm trying to make a life for myself in New York. My father passed away several months ago, and my mother, who is in her 70s, is incapable of financial independence. She has never been financially responsible, and now the burden has fallen on my shoulders because she has no family, and I'm an only child. In my view, she lives way beyond her means. Each time I suggest that she cut out a few expenses, fewer trips to the beauty parlor, shopping at a discount market, she breaks down and often lashes out at me. I fear that if I continue to support her, I'll never be able to save enough money for my own future. I'm very grateful for the sacrifices my mother made so that I could go to college and move to New York. I want to help her, but I'm not sure how to proceed in a financially and emotionally sustainable way. Am I obliged to support her? No. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Not at all. Mother, I'm drowning here. Stop going to the salon every week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shopping I mean, at a discount uh, market? Why is she going shopping at all? <laughs> Don't I, you guys live together? Like, what is this? Uh, the father, the, like, seemingly, I would assume they have some money if, like, uh, I, I think it's all on the daughter. I think it, from her letter it seems like it's all on her i just i uh, what the mom is sapping her dry sapping her yeah, no, fucking just, dry no just cut her off like it's not your responsibility like yeah no whatever off. i mean if this woman doesn't have her own oh god what's happening with this woman's finances does she have her own checking account does she have some sort of retirement fund that she's pulling from i mean if let her fucking drain that and once that happens just be like oh i'm sorry did you think oh i'm sorry <laughs> what are these strings I in mean, my hands oh that's right they're connected to my purse they're fucking purse strings survive off of whatever social security or i husband i mean if if she's this irresponsible with money then you think that the husband would have made some sort of plan or provision to take care of something like, some life insurance policy or something that would at least, you know... I, I don't know. Like, but whatever. The child is in no way responsible. Fuck that shit. Like, the whole point of, like, raising a child is so they can live their life, not so that they can take care of you. Well, and I had to remind myself, because this woman is, like, not in her 40s. She just graduated from college. So she's got to yeah. be, like... 
if this is a person who is going through college at a traditional age, she's like 23 fucking years old. Yeah, and living in New York, which is super expensive. Yeah, and trying to like figure out how to deal with this 70-year-old woman who at a certain point is going to become even more incapable of taking care of herself. She's going to take one fall, and suddenly that's it. Yeah. Oh, no. Fuck. Like, cut that string. Like, no. Could, now, when you say cut that string, do you mean, like, show her the door? <laughs> yes. Goodbye, um, sweet mother. Well, <laughs> well, they're not living together, I take. I, don't, I didn't take it that way. You know, you might have a point there. Uh, maybe it's a matter of, yeah, she's, they're in their respective homes, but maybe the mom is just constantly being like, help, help me. I don't, ugh, ugh. Oh, oh. Well, it sounds like, God, 23, 24 years old, I would be having a panic attack. Panic attack. Yeah, I, I think you just like, I, uh, mom's just got to get some friends. Mom needs to get, fr- mom, Moms need to get into a girl, golden girl situation. Get some, get some roommates. Get some fuck yeah. That's not that's not a bad idea. Get get those roommates together. Pull your fucking resources and live your life. Because if this woman wants to like shop at nice grocery fucking stores and go to the beauty parlor all the time, it's like you're you need to figure out a way to maintain that lifestyle on your own. Figure it the fuck out. Yeah. Your child is twenty three or twenty four years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, can't do it. Nope. All right, moving on. That one was fair. I gave that one to you at the beginning because it was simple, Brad. Let's see if you can deal with this one. This one's a little trickier. Is this ethical? Is it not? My local pool offers memberships for single people, couples defined as significant others living together, and family memberships. The couples and family memberships are discounted from the rates for single people. I'm a woman married to a man. I wanted to join this pool, but my husband was not interested. So a female friend and I joined as a couple to obtain the discounted rate. On the application, I described my female friend as my partner and listed her address as my address. When one of my colleagues learned of this, he told me that my actions were questionable since I posed as a lesbian to obtain the discounted rate. I argued that because the discounted rate was not a benefit exclusive to gays and lesbians, my actions were not harmful to the L... Yeah. (laughs) Right. You know, the gays and the lesbians. My actions were not harmful to the LGBT community. I could easily have joined the pool in a couple's membership with a male friend, but the friend who was interested in joining joining with me happened to be a woman. I recognize that I committed some level of fraud in pretending to be in a relationship with someone I am not actually in a relationship with. But beyond that transgression, do you think my actions were unethical? Well, you little yuppie scummy, yuppie scum scum, yuppie duppy duppy duck duck fuck fuck, yuppie scum sucking idiot. First of all, what a problem. What a problem. Like, like, fuck off. Like, you're, ugh. Like, oh, how much is this discount? Um, bigger Ain't question. Much. Why do you want a membership to a pool? Pools are gross. Just, like, no. Like, what is if this If you want to be in water, take a bath. Like, take a shower. Like, don't be in a pool. Gross. It's so gross. So your, your husband had the right idea, because he said, why would I want to join a pool? That's gross. And you yeah. said, well, I'm going to call up Cindy, and I'm going to tell her, stop making that Mexican dish. <laughs> <laughs> and let's go down to that pool and pretend to be lesbians. 
I love how she's like, well, the couples thing isn't, it's not exclusive to gays. Well, no discounts are exclusive to gays. We're not there yet. (laughs) We're never going to be there. No, not not in Mike Pence's America. No. Ooh. No discounts for no gays. <laughs> like, how? Like, what is what is your life that What's you your life? need a discount on a pool? Mem- how much does a pool membership cost? First of all, that's a question I have. Um, because I I just gotta I I'm gonna I gotta Google and see what's the average. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna guess member. like for a person for a summer, it's probably gonna be like. A hundred bucks? Something? Something around there. Oh, I... God. Like, I just... I, I it's, <laughs> for, it's, it's so gross. I can't imagine paying money to be in a nightmare like that. My family... Uh, we had memberships to a pool for years when I was a kid. And in hindsight, that place must have been a fucking wriggling Petri dish. Um, I'm seeing $40 a month. $155 a year. Uh, okay. $1,000 a year in New York. Um, well, <laughs> and if your elderly mother is wanting to go, you know, she, you're going to have to pay oh, for her boy. ass, too. I don't. So when I mentioned this to Chris, he got really confused as to why there are single people rates, couple rates, and family rates to begin with. Yeah, Shouldn't it just be like... Like an adult and then like an under 18 or something? Like what is your yeah, fucking is, tiered system? It's That's very confusing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, adult and children prices. And children have to pay more because children are gross. <laughs> oh boy. And like could teens go up to this fucking counter and be like, we're a couple. <laughs> like, like and everybody's lying. Every couple. What's a couple at this point? Because everyone is lying to you. You're not making the money you should be making because everyone's lying to you. Oh yeah, that's yeah. He's my boyfriend. Yeah, if you, uh, She's my if girlfriend. You to, if you have to ask for a discount or anything, like you're the worst. Like, no. Like if it, if it's a thing on a website and you put like single couple whatever, I don't ah. It's just I, is the idea it ethical of asking for that? It's so you're you're the shittiest person. No, it's completely unethical because you're a shitty person because you're like trying to finagle the system to get a cheaper like pool rate. Like what? How much are you saving? Well, and again, what a privilege for you to pretend to be gay. <laughs> wow, what a what a delightful costume drama you must have cast yourself in. Jesus Christ. So you're getting, I mean, it really is the definition of, you're getting some shitty fringe benefit from calling yourself gay, while at the same time never having to deal with anything that comes with being gay. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, I mean, that's that's another level of crazy. I'm just not, I'm not past, like, the initial, like, um, doing shit. I want to join the things. pool. <laughs> I, I'm not past, I'm definitely not past, I want to join a pool. Um, but I'm also, <laughs> on the next level, I'm not past, like, like trying to get a discount like uh, it's like i want to i need to use these coupons please no gross <laughs> get those out of my face well and also here's another wrinkle how did her colleague even know about this to begin with were you fucking walking around bragging about your discount your fake ass discount <laughs> yeah we pretended we're lesbians what did you do what you pretended to be lesbians oh i just wrote partner you're kind of a shitty person. <gasps> no, I'm not. How dare you? I'm writing the ethicist. <laughs> yeah, I'm. 
little did she know that Brad would be wearing the ethicist hat when her letter came in. Mm. <laughs> She's going to get been a, judged. You're going to get a steering talking are, to. <laughs> you are unethical and gross. If you thought that was gross, I have one last uh, letter for you here. We're just burning through these. I recently broke up with a longtime girlfriend. We are both in our mid-20s, so automatically you're both the worst. (laughs) Good for you. She was temporarily without work for the summer and low on cash. After our breakup, it came to my attention, it's a key phrase, it came to my attention that she had made an account on a, quote, dating website and had been messaging much older men about, basically, exchanging herself for money. Establishing, quote, relationships like these is in vogue among girls in our age bracket who seek to pay oh, off... Oh, are they? Oh, are they? Dude? <laughs> oh, fuck you, You've been doing a already. survey? You've been doing a survey? Um, I do it all the time. Me too. Yeah, totally. Me too. You know, these fucking bitches, you know, you break up with them Whoa. and all, the, all they care about is getting money from dudes. Like, they're just leeches on society. You know what? Older fuck dudes. bitches. Trump Pence all the way. (laughs) Make America me getting late again. (laughs) So as we've as he has established, establishing relationships like these is in vogue among girls in our age bracket who seek to pay off college loans or take exotic Instagrammable vacations on someone else's dime, whores. (laughs) You, this isn't real. Yes, I understand it's 2016 and women are empowered to do what they wish with their bodies. But I, I understand fear, a but. Uh, but I fear, I fear the man is speaking. Oh, this great white knight is about to explain to us <laughs> of the true moral quandary. Oh boy. But I fear that these men are probably unstable. Most likely married, let's be honest. And definitely do not have her best interests at heart. Maybe it's watching too much cable news, but I fear for her safety. I considered... Get a load of this. I considered bringing it to the attention of her mother, who I know will not be supportive of this line of employment, but I'm conflicted. You're not in her life! Fuck off! I know it's not my place, but... Not your place. But, big stinky butt, if something were to happen to her, and I had this information at my disposal beforehand, wouldn't I be in the wrong? Name withheld. (laughs) I withhold my name. I'll take my answer off the air. (laughs) (sighs) Listen, um, this woman I was with, and I I definitely broke up with her, um, just to let you know. <laughs> oh, boy. No, you didn't. You didn't after have that money. After she said, I don't want to see you anymore, I said, that's fine, because I break up with you. Um, <laughs> and um, then I doxed her. I revealed her address and her cell phone number. <laughs> after that happened, she um, tried to date older dudes, which I'm sure is just for money. Um, and she's probably endangering herself, so I think I need to blow up her spot and fuck her over, um, by using covert means <sighs> to find out the information and then thwart her by putting her in awkward position with her family using information that I've gar- garnered through creeping around. So many questions. Am I not the hero? Am I? Or am I not the greatest hero? Tell me I'm the hero. That's the end of the letter. Tell me I'm the hero. Oh, uh, first of all, the answer from the other ethicist who works at the New York Times, not you, Brad, 
starts uh-huh. with the line, it's dispiriting that seeking sugar daddies is in vogue. Is it? It's not in vogue. It's not in vogue. And even if it was, is it? Dispiriting it's, New York Times? Uh, ha- I, I can almost guarantee, based on no evidence whatsoever, that that happens now less than at any other point in history. I don't understand, A, what this website is, B, how he learned she was on it, uh, I can't answer that question. Stalking. C, how do you know she's messaging people with these fucking requests and is yeah. trying to make these exchanges and these deals? How do you... Do, has she already gone on a Instagrammable vacation? H- has she has she been paying off her college loans? What website are you fucking looking at? He's on the website that he went to and made a fake profile of her f- with her photos um, <laughs> that he can use to like p- piss her mother off so that he can cause drama and look like a hero. The cartoon, the il- there's always an illustration with the main question for these ethicist columns, which I always find very funny. The cartoon is perfect because it looks like a guy from Tintin. <laughs> it's a very Tintin-style illustration. Oh. It's, a, it's, a, it's a white, peach-colored guy in a black hoodie, jeans, sneakers, backwards black cap to match his hoodie, sitting on his backpack. <laughs> He's just sitting on his backpack. He's got his laptop open, and there's a woman, like, sort of with her hand behind her head, and then next to her photo are three dollar signs and a heart. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect summary. And the guy is aghast. His mouth is agape. <laughs> Whatever. Would I be wrong in telling her mother? Yes, always. But they might Why be... Why would you ever speak to her mother again? They might be unstable, these men. Oh, you're unstable. You're the most unstable. You're going to talk to her mom. Better to be Who unstable and with money. Better to be unstable and with money. <laughs> You have nothing. <laughs> you offer nothing. Oh, you're such a creep. Should I tell her elderly 70-year-old mother <laughs> at the hair salon? <laughs> Your daughter is a fucking prostitute. Who are you again? <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm her ex-boyfriend. I broke up with her. Oh, were you the weird one that was, like, creepy? No. I'm the great guy. With a small penis? No. <laughs> How would you know that? How could you? <laughs> What is Goodbye. Becca's new number? What is Becca's new number? I'm, I'm gonna go now. I've got shopping to do at the Value Mart. <laughs> I've, I've been convinced to go to the Value Mart. <laughs> they have almost all the same things, and it's cheaper. <laughs> I, I can't get foie gras. But I'll settle. I love that. I, I say it every time, but I love how the ethicist is like, the New York Times. It's it's fucking cloaked in prestige. These are the real questions, and it's like, no. These are the questions of fucking New York Times subscribers, and uh, there is nothing going on in their lives. <laughs> None. Hey. And if she's selling herself, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. If she winds up dead, that was her decision. <laughs> it's grisly, and it's that's terrible. I don't want her to get murdered. But yeah. fucking let her make a choice. <laughs> yeah. I will go like, with you to this beautiful location. Yes, I will go to Greece with you. Yes, I will fuck you. Pay my college loans. <laughs> it sounds great. I mean, if there's if there's any uh, ladies out there with money that want to pay off my college loans and like take me on exotic vacations, uh, like 
a, a sugar up. mama. Ah. Go to Brad's, uh, go to Ram, ramjackpodcast.com slash wiki. Go to Brad's specific profile. That is his dating profile. <laughs> that is his dating profile. You'll learn everything that you need to know. But Brad loves money. <laughs> and again, if anyone really wants to write me a dating profile uh, uh, to meet women with money, feel free. Yeah, put them on that website that apparently this woman's on. I don't know what the fuck yeah. this website is. <laughs> yeah. It's the one with the three dollar signs in the heart. <laughs> oh, three dollar sign heart? Cash, cash, that. cash, heart. <laughs> I mean, I, I, say, I say I want somebody to put me on that website. Um, when we were uh, driving around uh, um, Black Friday shopping, um, uh, we went through like the, um, the uh, wealthier part of town. And Ooh. I was like, wait a minute. Um, I should get on Tinder and like set it to like um, one mile radius and just see if I can meet anyone. <laughs> Like, that's the plan. Who's walking around I, shaking their little bags of money? Because I didn't, because, I, like, I think I've been on the Tinder app, like, three times in my life, um, and I didn't realize you could set the the area to a one-mile radius, <laughs> which is insane. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's down-to-fuck territory. <laughs> like, that's bonkers. There was nothing more <laughs> interesting to me and horrifying to me than when I was on Grinder, and it would say things like, 600 feet away. <laughs> Like 600 yeah. feet. Where are you? <laughs> I'm in your pipes. You. How's about it? How's about it? Can I just read you? Can I just run down a quick? Just listen to the questions that these that these start off with on the ethicist. Should I call my friend out for her service dog scam? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just give me yes or no's for all of these. <laughs> Rapid fire. I mean, it, well, I, slight, slight question. If the dog's cute enough, maybe I don't know. The the tin tin illustration of this dog is pretty cute. It's no it's no I golden mean, doodle. A lot of people fuck around pretending their dog's a service dog to take it everywhere, <laughs> and that's not okay. But if the dog's cute enough, I mean, I mean, if it's well trained and super cute, I'm okay with it. Is there a brightly colored jacket on it? Congrats, it's a service dog. Should parents be expected to donate to a public school? Oh, well, <laughs> no, they shouldn't be expected to, but, like, clearly the schools don't have enough stuff and they need help. Like, I, if you can contribute... Yeah, but do I have to if my kid goes there? Do I have to if my kid goes there? <laughs> Is it okay to double-cross a swindler? <laughs> yes, absolutely. As long as you're not lying about that person being a swindler. <laughs> Good. Next question. <laughs> yes. Should should you tell a man's fiance that he faked his degrees? Yes or no? He faked his degrees? Yeah, you know. You know how you do. <laughs> I you can lie about your degrees. You can forge a degree, I guess. I think that's how what do they you I fake your degrees. I think they just mean lie. Alright, well should you tell them like should they, they tell the fiancé? Like, if the fiancé doesn't know, like, no. You can't tell him, but, like, that marriage is going to fail. He's yep. a doctor. Uh, he's not. <clears throat> he's not at all. <laughs> he's a fireman. What? Yeah, but he has a degree in firefighting. You know, no, he, he, that's he true. went to school to become a Do doctor. Do I have to tell But then he decided he wanted to really just help the community and just be a garbage collector. It's really brave of him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he works at Burger King, but he could be a neurosurgeon. <laughs> if he wanted to be. Is it okay to find sexual satisfaction outside your marriage? 
Yeah. Yeah. Depending. Just talk about it first. <laughs> figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Figure it out. out. Do I have to tell my family I'm no longer religious? No. Fuck your family. In this instance, I believe I've I have read this one. It's her kids. It's your kids? How old are the kids? I think they're young, and I think the idea is that when they visit family in the South, they're expected to go to church, and she doesn't feel like she's serving them well by sort of pretending. You shouldn't... First of all, raising children to be religious is child abuse, so you should, like, try to encourage your kids not to be religious as well. Um, and don't humor don't humor your family when you visit the South. That's just going to yeah. get confusing. You're an adult. It's just going to confuse them. Fuck that shit. Should I tell my friend I had a fling with her ex? No. Why would you do that? <laughs> That's a Good. Friend. Moving on. <laughs> what should I do with my dead husband's journals? <laughs> Read them. <laughs> and then what? Deal with it. <laughs> oh, this one was good. I, I did read this one. I can provide context. Should a teacher nice. at a sketchy college help recruit students? <laughs> the guy who writes this letter straight up says, I worked at a college that at a certain point realized we weren't getting the fucking numbers that we wanted. So they just let everybody in and told all the teachers, give them passing grades Get them fucking out of here with diplomas. We need to show people that we have a high graduation rate. And Ugh. he is told to help recruit students by giving like tours and like talking to like incoming like freshmen and stuff like that. And he feels awful about it because he knows the school he teaches at is fucking garbage. <laughs> well, then you shouldn't work there. Like get another job. But if he's like in his like fucking 50s or whatever and he has tenure and he's like saving for retirement maybe I maybe suck it up maybe just fucking suck you, it up you either need to like fucking turn around and be a straight up dead poet society the one like teacher that gets it like turn that chair on backwards and uh give the students <laughs> a real education and make that school worthwhile are like don't teach there but like yeah. yeah if you work there you gotta recruit that's like part of the thing I, I mean yeah you're right I mean if you're gonna stay there just do what you can to make your class worthwhile and if you feel pressure to like pass these kids I mean what are you gonna do <laughs> you chose to work for a, for a school that's fucking garbage yeah uh, my wife wants to adopt when do I tell her I won't <laughs> whoa whoa immediately before marrying her you idiot idiot why would oh god you're gonna how much of your somebody's life are you gonna waste before you tell them i don't want to adopt kids they're like waiting they're trying to get it together like they're like got everything lined up for their life and you're gonna be like actually i don't want to do that thing that's our life and and what are you saying to this person like oh yeah you know once my job gets a little more settled or are you just like feeding this person bullshit like well once oh, i get a raise and you're the worst fucking person you're a Don't terrible fuck person with people's lives like fuck like just Divorce. say you know what that's Divorce. not interesting in that it's over goodbye find somebody that'll have a happy life with you cuz i'm not that person cuz i'm the worst when a friend cheats often on her husband should you keep quiet <laughs> it's none of your business none of your business yeah, none of your business can I put down my aging pooch? Sad. This one's not fun. <laughs> oh. 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 If, yeah, when you have to. Yeah. I mean, if it's in pain, if it, yeah. uh, figure it out. 
If you're just like, my dog is old, I want a new one. Like, fuck off, <laughs> kill yourself. This puppy got big. <laughs> I don't like it no more. This dog's not cute and scrappy anymore. Can I stay friends with an abusive husband? No. Oh, are you Never. out of your fucking mind? Don't write the New York Times about this. Oh, that hurts me. No. Can I tell a dying friend's secret to his children? <laughs> Maybe after he's dead. Yeah, wait, you freak. I told them I told them your secret. <laughs> You're not even dead yet. Uh, you, you asshole. Wait. You have to wait. <laughs> Just wait. He's dying. He's dying. He's in the process of dying. It's not like he got 20 more years. Hey, just so, just so you know, kids, your father never loved any of you. Well, you gonna go see him now? Goodbye. <laughs> Should I have talked to my father about his cross-dressing? <laughs> mm, too late now. <laughs> uh, too late. <laughs> I, uh, what would, what's there to talk about? <laughs> Hey, do you think I would look good in that? What's the what? What do you talk about? <laughs> well, it's too late. I, I think the point is, Dad's gone. Dad's dead. <laughs> yeah, it's too late. Too late. Yeah. Too late, Dum Dum. Look at his journals. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking figure it out. Should... See if a friend will tell you his secrets. <laughs> oh boy. Should I hire a PI to investigate a relative's boyfriend? No. <laughs> Why? I'm gonna hire no. a PI. <laughs> Never. First of all, you get that kind of money to waste, like. Do something useful. And then I'm going to end on this one because it's going to hit so close to home, it's not even going to be funny. You're going to sell your home. Should you mention the snakes? <laughs> That's oh. the exact situation Alex was talking about. Wow. I mean, if you got to get out of a snake house, you get do out. what you got to do. Get out. But like... I like this house. I think you guys would be happy here. <laughs> Every day. Every day Just snakes events. in the house? Just the vents. One snake. Just the vents. One snake in your life in the house is enough. Why do the cabinets in the kitchen make the same sound as the vents? <laughs> Why does the bathtub drain make the same sound as the oh, vents? <laughs> God. The bookshelf. <laughs> My kid's doll. <laughs> a lot of. a nightmare. A lot of ventilation in this house. I like it. <laughs> it's so ventilated. I had I had a frog in my house one time. As you said. And I still have, like, flashbacks. Oh, boy. <sighs> but if you gotta sell that house... Do what you gotta do. Get You gotta, you gotta get out of there. Sell it in the off-season, though. Sell it in the off-season when the snakes aren't there. Try to sell it to an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a guy in my mid-twenties who just broke up with his dumb whore girlfriend. <laughs> oh, perfect. Oh, come I here. got a house for you. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. <laughs> I'm running a service dog scam. Perfect. <laughs> well, it depends on how cute the dog is. Let's 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 keep it. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. This could be a really cute dog, so you know, it's a little up in the air. <laughs> that dog doesn't know it's part of a scam, or does it? <laughs> um, in the last episode, uh, me and Alex went through some some toys through the decade, seeing what the hot toys um, were. We did the 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, I believe. So we're on to the 60s. So things are kind of heating up. Jonathan, just let me, just tell me what you think of these toys, um, whether they, whether a uh, good toy, garbage toy, whatever your thoughts are. So this, um, this is the, the swing 60s. Yes, the swing 60s. Great. Yes. We're in the 60s now. Uh, what's hot? Etch-a-sketch. <laughs> what are my immediate thoughts? 
Immediate thoughts. Yay or nay? That would be a great, that would be a fucking great toy for someone in the 60s who's like 19 and stoned out of their fucking goddamn gourd. What a great fucking yeah. toy. <laughs> You're... I feel like I put a lot, I put a lot of time into an Etch-a-Sketch as a kid. Yeah, it, and it's always kind of a bummer. It's the same thing with like a Magna Doodle. When those things mm-hmm. start to like deteriorate and rot from the inside out. Oh, yeah. That's always a bummer, because it's like, well, now you don't, now you're nothing. Now (laughs) You serve no purpose now. You can't hug an Etch-A-Sketch. You can't hug it. Um, what about our Rock-A-Stack, which I never knew this was the actual name for this toy. Rock-A-Stack? Explain. Rock-A-Stack is that, like, um, like, toddler's toy with, like, the, uh, the different colored, um, um, uh... Rings? Yeah. It's just the rings on, like, a little, like, a little stick? Yeah. It's Fisher Price's Rock a Stack is the name of it. Why in God's how did they settle on Rock a Stack? There's nothing rocking about that stack. Hey, it was the '60s, man. We had to have a Rock a Stack. <laughs> Worst name. The OCD parents were like, uh, "Put the rings in the order." You know, it's it's they they decrease in size leading up to the top. Hippie parents do whatever fucking comes natural, man. Yeah. Um. Uh, next up, we got Ken the Ken doll. Just the Ken doll. Yep. Okay, was he introduced in the 60s? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, Barbie was Barbie was far earlier. Barbie was f- flying single for fucking decades, and then Ken came along. <laughs> in 1961, finally she got a man to tell her what to do. <laughs> you, you need to settle down, Barbie. It's hilarious. Ken's here. Great. <laughs> um, oh, the slip and slide. Ugh. Yeah, that's gross. Slip and slides are gross. Because the commercials make them seem really, like, fun, and they sort of really push out the idea of, like, grass getting in your fucking face and mud and shit. Ooh, the mud. Ugh. Gross. Just run and slide a mile. Cool. A mile. A mile. (laughs) If I could slide for a mile, I'd take you up on it. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, This is upsetting. Um, here's a toy called the Chatter Telephone, uh, and this is like, oh, this is, it's a, it's a phone with a face that makes noises. Oh, it's upsetting looking. I don't like it at all. I'm not okay with it. Is it, is the tagline for this toy, it's the phone that talks back? <laughs> um. Because if it's not, someone fucking dropped the ball. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna post this link because this is upsetting. I think you I think you should see this to uh, be terrified by it. Does it work as a phone or is it just a toy? Oh, this is just a toy. Okay, so it can't do any. Oh, I I've fucking seen this thing. Ugh. That is, I'm pretty sure, featured in one of the Toy Story films. Ah. But wait, what the fuck is it called? It's called. The, uh, Chatter Telephone. Fisher Price, again, with these great names. Chatter Telephone. Oh, boy. Mm. Um, <laughs> next up, we got G.I. Joe. Ugh. I don't... G.I. <laughs> Joe can fucking suck rocks. <laughs> yeah, I... Even as a kid, I was like, I don't like the idea of, like, soldiers. This is gross. Well, there's a reason the 80s had to, like, gussy him up in all sorts of, like, ridiculous borderline science fiction not borderline like they they drenched him in yeah. nonsense because he he's a fucking boring like he's boring he's just like a fucking old baby boomer toy gross yeah it's a soldier great you fucking branded the soldier as a toy good for you what's what's more fun than killing other people with guns for your country 
Yeah. No. Simplify the fucking, like, yeah, Thank the you. military fucking machine and make it fun for kids. Good for you. Ugh, no. Um, next up, Easy Bake Oven. Never, never even encountered one as a kid. Never, never yeah, once. Yeah, same here. Same here. Uh, what about creepy crawlers? They're creepy and they're crawlers. <laughs> Look at your window. What do you see? Creepy Have I crawlers. sold you? <laughs> I got two things, creepy and crawlers. What, Put them together, we got a classic. I can't even, I'm going to look them up real quick, because I can't even really remember what they look like. Oh, it was a, basically, it's basically an easy-bake oven, only it makes little plastic bugs and things. That was done, in, this is still the 60s we're talking about? 1963. Man, that seems like something that was, I think they kept rebranding that just like the easy-bake oven, because I remember that yeah. in the 90s. Like, just yeah. making, it's, of course, it's always a boy or two boys. Never a girl. A girl wanting to make creepy crawly crawlers? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I think this was pretty much like, oh, this is boys' easy bake oven. Hmm. Uh, Brad, have you ever asked yourself, is there a creepy crawlers cartoon? Oh no! Because there is, there is, Brad. There is. Wow. <laughs> Help me! <laughs> wow. Why was everything a cartoon? As we'll talk about later. <laughs> Seriously. Um. Next up, we got Rock'em Sock'em Robots. It's a classic. It's a classic. There's nothing to that. That toy doesn't really work or make any sense whatsoever. Well, I never played with one, but it always looked awesome. And so I'm just going to keep pretending that it does work. It's it's the Hungry Hungry Hippos mechanic where you just fucking thrash like a maniac. And then at the end, someone wins, but you're not quite sure how they won. Uh-huh. Yeah. One of the mini toys I would never have been allowed because it made noise. <laughs> Shh. Quiet. Old people. Shut up. Shut up. That was pretty much it. That was pretty much it. Here, play with paper. <laughs> Too loud. Stop Quietly. it. Quietly. <laughs> Quietly. Don't rip it. <laughs> don't turn the pages. So oh, you're turning the pages of that book. Just, just, just lay it down very softly. Um, what about Johnny Seven? OMA. OMA. <laughs> yeah. OMA. Johnny Seven. OMA. One Man Army. Oh huh? no! What is this? Like a six million dollar man knockoff. It's a multifunctional gun, and um, it earned much of its uh, appeal by promising to act as several weapons in one. A machine gun, a grenade launcher, a rocket launcher, a tripod-mounted rifle, and a detachable pistol. Jesus Christ! It's like all the guns in one. Come on. Well, that's what the, of the toys that we've mentioned, that's not one that's going to get rebranded anytime soon. Can you fucking imagine? Hey, kids, all of the guns! <laughs> I, do you remember when you were kids, like, there was just a whole aisle of toy guns. <laughs> like, it's so crazy that, like, luckily we've gotten rid of that, but it was just yeah, a Yeah, I, I kind of I kinda do, I kind of do remember that. Of course, I had fucking no interest. And, Jesus Christ. We still love our guns, though. Still love our oh, guns. Yeah. We just don't, we just don't let kids, uh, we, we pretend as if we're not instilling a love for guns in kids. That's what we do now. Now we right. pretend as if it's bad for a kid to have a gun. When in secret, it's like, come on, boy, I'm going to take you hunting. You're 11 years Junior. old. Junior, it's time you learn gun safety. Have a gun. Using the M-O-M-A-A. <laughs> the mama. <laughs> it's every um, fucking gun. <laughs> 1965, C&C. C&C? What the hell did that thing do? Was that the spelling device? That was the, uh, no, that was the, um, you pull the the string and then it points to an animal oh of course yes the cow says <laughs> the cat says Burr. the farmer says Burr, get me out of here 
Oh, wow. Super ball. Uh, so a bouncy ball. <laughs> um, a super ball. Mm, well, <laughs> what's huh? so super uh, about it? It's big. You know, it bounces around. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was the 60s, all right? We didn't have much. I think I was Except into, a- like, I think I was into super balls and fucking bouncy ball shit. Like, just fucking bounce that ball, dude. <laughs> um, what I was into was a barrel of monkeys. Is that also on this list? Yes, it is. A barrel of monkeys. Yeah, they're fun, I guess. That's <laughs> ah, a great time. Who doesn't have a good time with a barrel of monkeys? I think that's another toy for, like, vaguely OCD kids where it's like, let me hook the monkeys to make a nice, neat chain. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. We got the first uh, radio-controlled cars. Light bright. Classic. Uh, r- fucked around a lot with a light bright. Fucked, yeah. fucked up that shit pretty yeah. good. Definitely. I must make my designs. My art mother. <laughs> um, Hot Wheels. Ugh. Nope. Never well, thank you. They tried that game for a while. Let's get Jonathan some Hot Wheels. Let's get Jonathan's. Nope. Don't nope, do it. Nope, don't nope, even nope. worry about it. Don't bother. I think I even tried like, uh, that, no, not into this. Transformers. That's different. <laughs> well, they're robots that's in disguise. Different. I mean, that's next level. Well, and I was a vaguely OCD kid and I liked the process of a beep boop bop bop and then beep boop bop bop. You did it in a certain way. <laughs> uh, what about Flatsy Doll? Nope. You don't, know. don't know what that is. Flatsy Doll? Um, is she a paper doll? No. Um, and the weird thing is like the image they're showing here is apparently a revamped. So apparently Flatsy Doll came back, I guess. Um, um, <laughs> Flatsy Doll see. back. Um, bridge the gap between two dimensional paper dolls and their high fashion 3D cousin Barbie. With their long, real hair and brightly colored, changeable clothes, Flatsies had different themes, each with clothes and accessories to match. Huh. Mm, Flatsy yeah. is a terrible name. And when you say Flatsies, yeah, that's, that's dreadful. So what you're saying is, it's 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 both and neither. So you're getting you're not really getting the best experience of either of the two things. Yeah. That's not what. What about kids Barbie's like. Dream House? Oh my goodness, my little girl. <laughs> Would not stop smoking a cigarette indoors. My little girl would not stop talking about that Barbie's dream house. My cousin, my cousin I had, had to like get a, a crazy tour. giant Barbie dream house, and I just, I just remember like going over there and with like some sort of action figures, and like we, we were like you know doing a straight up mixer, um, some Ninja Turtles hanging out with some Barbies, <laughs> and it was, oh yeah, definitely, definitely some great fan fiction happening. But it was awesome because it had a fucking elevator. Yeah. Oh All right. Yeah. Just instill, it's the 60s, but we're already putting in that, like, 80s mentality of, like, everybody's got to have a Beverly Hills house with an elevator. <laughs> My little girl would not shut the fuck up. <laughs> I bought her three. So it's a neighborhood. Great. It's a neighborhood. Oh, Dream neighborhood. Oh, nerf ball. <laughs> oh, we're in the 70s now. Welcome to the 70s with the Nerf ball. You're here. Nerf ball. Just the ball? <laughs> yes. No gun? No, just, okay. So this is the Nerf football I can... What makes a ball? <laughs> what is a ball? Mm, very qu- that's a very good question. A lot of people mm. don't seem to realize. Uh, <laughs> sometimes a, a ball is not a ball. <laughs> Take the Nerf away. What do you have? Well, you have do you? <laughs> looks like a football, which is not a ball at all. It's no way a ball. Um, what about weebles? <laughs> oh, they wobble, that's but they true. don't fall down. <laughs> I'm, I'm familiar they with the Weebles. Not. Was there a Weebles cartoon? Surely. Oh, what about uh, um, Star of Cinema Paddington Bear? 
I, oh boy, I just watched that Paddington that? movie. Uh, it is perfectly fine. There are some, like, kind of clever, funny moments for adults. There is a moment where Paddington eats his own earwax. That made me recoil it, in terror. The trailer was so creepy looking. But if you want to see a beautiful Nicole Kimna playing a crazy taxidermist, it's one of those movies that people kept saying it's not as bad as the trailer would make you think. And I, that never really works for me. That never really flies for me. But it's true. It, it's not some, like, classic movie. But if you want to see Nicole Kimmon play a crazy taxidermist, fucking cue up Netflix's I mean, Paddington. I really want to see a creepy Paddington Bear movie instead. Um, but... Hmm. Why? I, I would always rather see something <laughs> no. that's bizarre and creepy than, than quality. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, um, how about Baby Alive? Oh, man. God, I'm vaguely familiar with that. I feel like there's a creepy jingle that goes along with that, like, baby alive, it, something. It's, it's the baby doll that eats, drinks, and wets. God, we're so obsessed. What was that? Do, do you think the kids' toys are branded like that still? Like, the idea of, like, a baby doll that's very realistic? Or do you think maybe we've, like, pulled back oh, on that? God, I hope we I hope we pulled away from that, because I don't... I just... I. It doesn't have to be that realistic. Yeah. It really doesn't. Yeah. The, the baby doesn't have to shit. The baby doesn't... I don't like it when they no, cry. That's, very that's weird. Um, like, uh, wipe away their tears. No. How do you feel about Shrinky oh, Dinks? Uh, I think they wobble, but they don't <laughs> fall down. <laughs> Shrinky Dinks, you put them in the oven, they get bigger. I. It's the 60s. Well, actually, it's 70s, the 70s oven, I should say. What do you want? <laughs> oh, because they're called Shrinky Dinks, <laughs> not Maxi Paxes. <laughs> Maxi Saxies. <laughs> There's got to be an equivalent, right? The I, reverse I think the, I think of that? The, the opposite of a shrinky dink are those like little capsules that you put in water, and then there's sponges that turn into a bit large shape. Man, so many of those oh, yeah. coming through the house as a kid. I feel so that was... many. Huh. They get bigger. Like a classic 80s like thing. I, I just feel like those happened a lot. Oh, we didn't have the it's internet. so much time. <laughs> Let me put a sponge in water We had to make fun. our fun. Let me put this thing in the oven. And they were branded. The shrinky dinks were fucking branded oh, yeah. out the ass. And what's the point? They just get small, and then your fucking cookware has, like, chemicals on it. You can't eat them. They're not fruit roll-ups. Yeah. <laughs> if you could eat them, I think I remember having some uh, Peanuts characters and maybe some Smurfs. Were the creepy... <laughs> the Creepy Crawlers cartoon, which I have not stopped looking at Google Images for, uh, that clearly came far after this, but I like to think that there might have been some Creepy Crawler shrinking oh, eggs. <laughs> that, that would be a hell, of a hell of a crossover. There's some fan fiction I would like to know about. <laughs> Some fan thicky. Um, let's see. We got a uh, Magna Doodle Rubik's Cube. Um, of course, the Rubik's Cube, which would later have its own of course, cartoon. Of course. <laughs> I, I, I only care about the toy if it has its well, equivalent. Well, uh, what about cartoon? Stretch Armstrong? He's been trying to get a movie off the ground forever. Jeez, what is with that fucking movie? And why are people still trying to make Damn, it? Good question. Like, 2007, like, Twilight New Moon came out, and that's when people started talking about Taylor Lautner playing Stretch Armstrong. It's oh, never since happened. since then, Taylor Lautner's career has disappeared. If he was... Well, he had a new trailer come out recently for a fucking, like, family drama that no one's gonna watch or yeah. give a flying hell about. Taylor Lautner in a family drama. Uh, nope. Well, we got Nothing Star Wars action figures. Now, but now we're talking about a real sensation. That's yeah. a real toy sensation. Um, Simon... Fucking Simon. 
Yeah, played some Simon. That's that that makes you feel great for about one minute, and then after that, it's. It I all just goes remember to that hell. game giving me like a real panic attack, because um I think it was like a friend of my mother's. Like I went we went over there, and like they had one, and like we're playing it, and it just then it starts making noise, and I just like freaked out because again as a as a child there was not allowed to have things that made noise the fact that this thing was making noise and i couldn't stop it like <laughs> like i was like oh, what do i do how do, it's making a lot of noise it was making a couple of beeps and bops earlier now it's making a lot of noise what do we do how do we stop this well and i also feel like this simon had the reputation of being vaguely haunted like the furby would be the idea being that like why is this simon making noise when it's not even technically on and i'm not playing it <laughs> Why, why is it beeping and booping? Why is the Furby walking towards me? I hate right. these haunted toys. Um, we got uh, we got the speaking spell. Blech. No, that's what I was yeah. thinking of earlier. I don't understand what the fuck that thing was supposed to do. I really don't understand that. You gotta spell it. You gotta learn to spell. Huh? Well, it's not like Siri. You couldn't talk into it, <laughs> and, and then it would spell the word that you're talking about. Now, that's a toy. It's called Siri. <laughs> Siri's the best toy. Kids love the worst. Siri. Hey, Siri, can you do anything interesting? Sure, just ask. Right, like, anything at all? Well. Huh? Cool, that was fun. <laughs> Kids love that. <laughs> Yay, Siri! She's so real, she cries right, real tears. Um, Star Trek electronic phasers. Cool. I mean, yeah, that just makes me think of the He-Man sword that I fucking oh. loved, and every time you hit it against something, it would go, King! Nice. I loved nice. it. Nice. Talk about noise. Jeez, if I was my parents, I would have fucking killed me. Um, Give me that thing. Oh, we're in the 1980s now, and we kick it off with, of course, Cabbage Patch Kids. Oh, man. They have their own Christmas special. We're not talking about it today, but they got their own Christmas special, and they look creepy as fuck. Talk about creepy crawlers. Cabbage Patch Kid. Have you ever heard anything about the history of the Cabbage Patch Kid and how the guy who invented them stole? Oh, my God. He ruined that that woman's life. He should, I hope he, if there is a hell, just rot and burn for the rest of yeah. eternity. Definitely. Um, oh, God, God, wow. Because, see, now we're in the 80s and this stuff is all looking familiar. Um, we got Polly Pocket. Yeah, Polly Pocket. I mean, of course, that's for the girls. So later on you have, uh, what was it, Max something? There was a Polly Pocket equivalent, but for, like, tough Ooh. boys. I think I... I had, that had like a cartoon. A, um, basic, I had basically the equivalent of Polly Pocket, but it was like little Star Trek figures. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm sure that at a certain point, yeah. everyone was doing a variation on it. In the 80s, I expect every toy that you say will have a cartoon. And so far, we, like, Polly Park Pocket, like, sort of bred that Max toy, which had its own cartoon. So I feel like we're too Well, this two. next one, I feel like should have a Netflix, like, retro cartoon, um, because it's the fucking slap bracelet. Oh jeez! Why isn't there a slap Seriously. bracelet movie being produced by some psychotic movie I studio? I love my neon green slap bracelet so much. Uh, it it's perfect. Each slap bracelet, you just make it a sci-fi film for kids. My slap bracelet stops time. My slap bracelet does this. Like they all have like some weird power with their yeah. slap bracelet. Yeah, definitely. It, it, you don't have to do anything. It's like the easiest thing in the world. <laughs> Manzies. And when I say kids in the movie, I mean they're, like, they're 23 years old. They're as handsome as Archie in Riverdale, which, my God, Archie in Riverdale. So bonkers. <laughs> Making me sweat. <laughs> um, next up, we got Masters of the Universe action figures. Yay! Which, what came first? That's a total chicken and egg scenario. I never know what came first. 
the cartoon or like the toys that like um, sort of supplemented it. No, I don't the know. the toys came first, um, but not by much. Okay, like it was pretty much they created a toy line and then they um they they started selling it while they were pitching the idea um, for the cartoon. Okay. So, and then were the were the comics sort of coming out all at the same time? Um, which comic? Those like weird like that that book oh, that you had like the so, compendium comic. No, those comic. are like the mini comics. They were actually put in with the action figures. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. And they're fucking delightful. Love it so much. Um, Glowworm. Oh, Manzies. Uh, if you're asking yourself if they have a Christmas special, they nice. do. <laughs> And they're super. And Sally Struthers is in the show, and th- her her name comes up as you hear her talk for the first time, and it's so obnoxious. Ugh, My cousin had one. I was just—they were so creepy looking. They're a little creepy. They're phallic. They're like kind of Cronenberg-ish. Yeah. You almost expect them to sort of writhe about and move on their own. Ah, uh, Care Bears. That was a sensation. Of course. Fuck. The villain in the first Care Bears movie scared the living shit yeah. out of me. That fucking green woman's face oh, yeah. in that book. Oh yeah, defo. And she like she brought out the evil in children. <laughs> not not fun. Not fun. Uh, uh, my... Why are those Why are those movies always about kids turning evil? I don't don't show kids turning evil. Kids have evil. to listen. Kids got to know evils out there. Your face will become sunken. Your eyes will become gray. Uh, we got uh, My Little Pony. Of course, every single one oh, yeah. of these things, except Tell for slap bracelets. These were a magical time to be a child. Transformers. <laughs> magical time to be marketed to because you had it coming at you yeah, from every it was angle. So good, so good. <laughs> Give me that high again. Mm. You, you and Alex do tend to sort of like bronze your child, your '80s childhood, and be like, ah, it's never gonna be like that again. <laughs> I, I, everyone's nostalgic about their childhood, but I feel like the '80s was such a ridiculously commercialized time. That it was just so like zeroed oh, sure. and like focused on selling you like these things and these jingles. Like it's a time that could never exist again. The marketing and the jingles are maybe what's truly memorable, and that's what's really tapping into the nostalgia. The actual products and the actual like content is is no way meant to hold up past like two weeks after yeah, you see it. But it. They, they just they they funnel it into your brain with that shit. Oh, and we didn't know, and we didn't care, and we know now, and we still don't care. (laughs) Now we really know, and we really don't care. Fuck it. Yeah, alright, Transformers. Oh god, and the next one, the next one hurts me. Hurts me still. Teddy Ruxpin. Why does it hurt you? Uh, because I never got one. Oh, it makes noise. And I wanted one so desperately. And like, we had a chance to get one, and then we didn't, and ugh. I, I had that Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, I wanted it so bad. That That's a thing that, like, I took, like, to bed, but it's not meant for the bed. Because it had a very hard back. Mm. Like, its back was basically all plastic. And it was yeah. very heavy. Incredibly so. Yeah, I had, like, a talking elf that was very similar. That That's not... I feel like they just rebooted that toy, actually. Maybe, like, this year or the year before. It's got, like, a slightly different character design. They need to reboot that as a TV show, like some sort of Netflix cartoon. Whoa. Because, I mean, there was one in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one VHS tape with one episode on it, and I watched that thing. If you showed that to me now, I would be able to, like, 
unearth some sort of bizarre ghost memory and like recite this script. Oh, I I had I had the box set um, DVD a couple of years ago of uh, the Teddy Ruxpin cartoon series, and it's all on YouTube. And <laughs> at some point when I have time in my life, um, there will be um, a, a, a podcast with Werner Herzog explaining every episode. So <laughs> go to the Ramjack Wiki. Uh, one day that it's... that link will go live. <laughs> I'm just saying, there might be a script in place. It will be <laughs> Werner Herzog and Friends. Oh boy. AKA, celebrities are people on death row. <laughs> Mostly people on death row. So you killed her because you were texting while driving. Is this right? Is it so, what, what would make you do such a terrible crime? Why would you think these things? Then Teddy is searching for the crystals. <laughs> That will power his hot air balloon. I find it very exciting. What do you see of yourself Grubby, in his journey? Grubby offers to make them a meal, and they do not want to eat the meal because they do not find it very delicious. It is it is made with roots, and they do not like the taste of roots. Is that similar to the food you eat in prison? Would you prefer to eat Grubby's root stew? <laughs> Is the white old man scientist as the only human cast member? Does he represent the Jewish culture? <laughs> I don't, Werner, I don't know where you're going with this. <sighs> Calm down. I'm fucking it out. Oh my god, in the next one I had this, uh, the Snoopy snow cone machine. Oh, I don't know. I don't really know what that is. Oh. I mean, I can infer. Yeah, it's the snow cone machine. I, I don't think I ever actually got to use it, but I had it. You had it, but you... <laughs> Classic. I had it, yeah. but I never got to use it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Pound Puppies is next. Oh, man. Yeah. Ugh. What about a Koosh Ball? Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, I was, I was going to say the Pound Puppies, of course, they're all part of that. We've talked about this before, but this idea of, like, they're, 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 they're little thing. They're, like, the Cabbage Patch Kids and those fucking cats that pretended to be rabbits. <laughs> yes. The it's pretenders. Like you, yeah, the pretender, the pretenders. You have to save me and, like, protect me and, like, give me a name and make sure that I'm loved. It's like th- there was this idea that it was very sad to be alone in the 80s and kids yeah. had to, like, adopt these sad little creatures and make sure that they were, like, protected and fed. It's really fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Um. Next up, of course, Ninja Turtles. I mean, what is to say? Yeah. What is to say? Uh, skip it. Fucking skip it. Oh, boy. The the fucking... Uh, <laughs> the toy every uh, psychotic mother got for their uh, daughter when they were food-obsessed. Here! <laughs> Play skip it. I don't understand. This is weird, and it Lose hits my weight. leg. Yeah, and when it hits, it hurts. <laughs> Glow sticks. I didn't know that was the 80s. Just, like, raver sticks? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> wrestling buddies oh fuck those things are no. everywhere is that the same as camping buddies because i'm not here for it <laughs> oh just those Branch big pillows buddies. that are shaped like wrestlers oh yeah yeah that's a vague that's a vague memory yeah uh okay we're in the 90s now um how about the little tykes log cabin <laughs> that's a pedophile story i don't know what that is <laughs> fuck that off little, the little plastic uh cabin that you nope I think my cousin nope. had one of those. Uh, what about tykes. the little tykes? What about the little tykes cozy coop car? Wait, those were two back-to-back sensation toys. Two back-to-back. The 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 coop? It was a car. Yeah, the little the little plastic car that you get in. No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> you do. 
Wait, th- like that's the those are the, the type of car that you would literally get in and yeah. like pedal about. Yeah. But some of them had actual like like sort of electric powered engines, right? Yeah, but this is not. Like some weren't pedal based. Yeah, okay. no, this was just this was just you got your feet sticking out. Flintstone style. Um, that's, oh, what, the super- that's the exact phrase I thought of. Yeah. <laughs> Flintstone style. Super soaker. That was a thing. Give me what? <laughs> Beanie babies. I mean, sure. And also, where was that cartoon? Did we somehow, yeah. at that point, when Beanie Babies come out, did we just, we were done? We weren't making cartoons out of everything, I guess, at that point? Because yes. that makes, and I've said to Brandon, I believe, on the Howard podcast, why, I, it's the most obvious question, if you made that cartoon now, do it again, do it for Netflix on fucking cheap, and fucking dumb, dumb, late 20, early 30-somethings will watch it. Yeah, definitely. Just to check it out. They'll just check it out. Because I think peak Beanie Baby was probably like 96. Yeah. And I think that's just after we were making everything into a cartoon. It has to be. If they had hit their prime in like 1993, 1994, oh, they would have had all the cartoons. Well, and it's such a byproduct of the 80s, too, because it's it's just plush animals. There's not even like, they didn't even bother trying to do like a pound puppy story of like, well, each car- each animal did have its own name, and it did have its own little descriptor. But at that point, it wasn't about playing with them anymore. It was just the the sheer collectability of it. Yeah, all. it was just it was a straight up gotta catch them all situation. We we bought plastic boxes to put them in wow. because you weren't supposed to fucking mess with them. And it's like uh, they're still in a closet in my in my fucking childhood home. And my parents were like, "No, we're not." No, we're not interested in getting rid of those. I'm like, all right, it's your house. But if it was my fucking house, I'd want the space. I don't, I don't know what you think those things are doing in your closet, but. Yeah. Um, next up, we got Buzz Lightyear. Uh, duh. Hmm. Everyone had one. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Um, American Girl doll. I would have assumed that that would have been around for much longer, but. No, okay, that's fair enough. straight up 90s. Oh, God. Tickle me Elmo. Now, I mean, Ugh. now we're just getting into, like, th- this is, uh, I mean, all of these toys, someone died, right, trying to get one of these, oh, all yeah. of these toys from the 60s Definitely. all the way up to now. Hopefully. Uh, oh, the Furby. The Furby. Uh, creepy, haunted, go away. And did you fucking read recently that a Furby movie is in development? Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's did the uh, troll movie, so I guess. Bob Weinstein, I think, is uh, developing that through one of his maybe like sub studios or something like that. And he said he was really excited about it. And then one of the other movies they announced was the $6 billion man with Mark Wahlberg. And then another movie they announced was a, a movie about a haunted Polaroid camera that kills you. If it takes your photo, you Uh, mean goosebumps? You mean that goosebumps book? Yes. No, thank you. Um, we hit the two thousands for the Bratz dolls. (laughs) Maybe. Now, those dolls are the ones that are fucking... They're chatting up old men. Um, <laughs> Look at them brats. What about Mindflex? <laughs> I have no idea what the hell that is. That's, a, that's some nerd toy. What is that? <laughs> Released in 2009, Mattel's Mindflex is nothing short of magic. Oh. Using, it? A, using advanced technology, a wireless EEG headset reads your brainwave activity and uses nope. to guide a blue Mindflex ball through a series of obstacles. The scientific community has doubted the toy's ability to actually function on brainwaves, 
but user tests seem a convincing testament to its legitimacy. This is some SkyMall scramble bullshit. This it's, is straight out of SkyMall. It's from Mattel. I mean, it's gotta be real, right? You gotta trust Mattel. <laughs> I'm moving the ball. I'm... Stop moving the Ouija talisman. <laughs> um, and then last on the list is, uh, the Zuzu. The Zuzu pets things. What? What are those? Um, they're basically, uh, robotic hamsters. Nope. Bye. Yeah. No robots. No no robots in the Robot house. Robot hamsters. If I'm a parent, I say to you now, my child, no robots in the house. That's but, so that's that's our, that's that's Time's list of 100 most influential toys. Influential. <laughs> Fair enough. Game changers. Straight Money up game makers. changers. <laughs> they made your money. <laughs> I will say that 80s uh, that 80s list uh, very influential. All those. Um, <laughs> Really, Brad is gonna throw the mantle down if you were born before or after the '80s. Fuck you. It's kind of crazy, but I'm like all those things. I'm like yes, yes, yes. We get to the '90s. I'm like I don't know what. Oh yeah, I kind of what? Huh? I don't know. What is that? (laughs) I don't remember. (laughs) No attachment. Is there a song? I don't know that song. (laughs) Play me the song. (laughs) And if you're a good parent, you'll get all of the toys that were mentioned in this episode and the previous episode. Get all of them. Gotta catch them all. You have that to. Snoopy snow cone machine? Better get one. I you mean, don't have to use gonna, it. We're gonna talk about this in a, in a minute, but how many presents do you think, on average, is appropriate for a child on Christmas? Like, what is what is the number that you feel for a single child would be too many Christmas presents? You know, I don't really know. Okay. Because I one of the things, um, I, I was looking at some of these photos that I, I got um, when I was in Tennessee um, and just seeing some of my childhood photos and there's some like Christmas photos and like Christmases that I was like, oh my God, this was the big Christmas that I got so much shit. I'm looking, I'm like, that is not a lot of stuff there. What's uh-huh. happening? Well, and I see photos of myself and I'm surrounded by way too, I feel way too much. And I think that it was a matter of overdoing it. And that's sort of, I feel like the number for me Especially if you have multiple kids, I really don't think you should be getting more than like three three presents a kid. Does that? I mean, does that make me sound like a fucking cheapskate? I don't know. Well, I mean, it also depends on. Like, I mean, it depends on so many things. Like, are like I don't know. Like, I, I don't know because like I, I don't know. A bunch of little presents are like uh, like one major present, and then I don't know. How I do feel you like it it's up? a mix. I feel like it's a mix. And I just, I think I would feel it's important to instill in the idea that, like, you don't, yeah, you can ask for things if you want, but I have the ability to sort of, like, decide what you get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and I just, I think the idea when I was a kid was, well, if he asked for it, we need to try and get it. And it's like, no, like, live within your means and fucking run a fucking responsible household. <laughs> Like I think, your your kid shouldn't get ten or a dozen or more gifts. That's crazy. Yeah, I think I think mainly as a kid, I think I maybe, I well of course I was also I, I was in a different situation in my childhood. Uh, but I think there was like one kind of major thing that I would like want or hint around asking for, uh-huh. um, and I would hopefully get it. Sometimes not, but I I feel more often than not I think I probably did, and then maybe some like vague things that I was like I I. I I know there wasn't a lot of directly asking. I want this and this and this. There was never that. Okay. Um, mainly out of fear. Uh, but 
I, I, but I also do remember like going through like a Sears merchandise catalog and like, like making lists of all the things that I would like, but not like sharing that list or saying I actually want these things. It was just these are all the awesome things that I oh, do God. like. Um, but there was an, I, there was never an ex- expectation that I would get anything that I necessarily wanted. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. <sighs> One to three. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You can have. Three reasonably priced presents or one pretty fairly expensive present. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> That's I it depends. It depends. Is it on sale? Figure it out. Look in the <laughs> Look on Amazon. Get those deals, kids. Get those deals. Okay. I, I gotta one second. Oh god. Now I just imagined a kid who knows that their parents are constantly logged into Amazon all the time. And their credit card information is saved. They could just go cuckoo bananas. (laughs) So easy. Yeah, that's gotta be... Or just, like, seeing what... Being able to just pull up what they bought on Amazon and seeing all their presents. There's nothing funnier than the Amazon wishlist and when people buy something for you and then you click on it and it says, someone might have bought this for you. Do you want us to tell you if they did? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know that it does that? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I have seen that before, and it's kind of kooky. It's very weird. And then you click yes, and they're like, yes, they did buy it for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm straight up looking at a, a photo. Oh, okay. I'm, just, I'm just gonna send you this photo because it amuses me. Um, where is Skype? Oh. I think I just Hello. It. Sorry. Um. All right. I'm going to send that again. There. Did that send? You're dropping in and out here. Oh, I'm I'm here. Can you hear me? Um. I'm just gonna keep talking for a while and. Uh... Hello, Brad. Hello. Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? All right. I'm going to hang up. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Did you cut the video on your end? Oh, here we go. Ah, there it is. Did that photo go through? Uh, I think it did. Okay. Wait, nope, 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 nope. Okay, well, I'm going to attach a file, uh, send an image. Can I just drag it? Can I just drag it? I got it. I think I got it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Image transfer complete. Like, look at this little how to hurt a Christmas I had. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. What are all of the, I mean, are these all cassettes for a cassette player? Yes. So I got a cassette player and then some cassettes there. Um, I mean, those were, that's the Disney collection. Okay. Oh, I wonder if they all came with it. I I, I think they all I came in it, a though. no. I, I think they all came in a set together, but not with the cassette player. Okay. Well, that probably wasn't. That that was probably a higher ticket item. Yeah. I'm just like, this is such a kooky Christmas. It's like cassette player, bunch of cassettes, a toy truck. What? <laughs> Good luck with that. Um. Uh, looks like a transformer there. Um. What some is binoculars. the? What is the little gold man that I see? Oh, the the um the trophy the trophy I got. <laughs> that said what? <laughs> I don't know. I it was I don't know. It was something that was like a thing that they tried to do for like I think they did three years, which is not quite enough for it to be a thing. But it was like, look, you got a trophy for being a cool kid or something. I don't know. What a weird tradition. Yeah. Also, the furnishings. I mean, you might as well have grown up. It looks like this is a photo from 1976. <laughs> like, like, it, like, this looks 
crazy old. <laughs> well, you gotta think, this was like, pro- well, I was probably like four, so this is 87, so. Yeah, but like all the furniture is probably like oh, yeah. originally purchased in the 70s. Definitely, it's my I mean, that so. Santa is the most 70s thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. I wish, I wish that had been at my mother's house. I would have snatched that up in a second. That Santa barely has a face. <laughs> yeah. Those light-up Santas didn't really have faces. <laughs> no. How about that Potato Head kid's toy? Uh, where am I looking? Uh, Mr. Potato Head, are we saying? Um, it's a, it's a Potato Head kid next to the toy truck. Uh, oh. <laughs> it yeah. kind of popped out at me. That's just like a little yeah. figure. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that. Well, what's, what's on the right side next to the cassette, uh, the cassettes in the little red box? That's, uh, the binoculars. Oh, the but. What a Fisher Price binoculars. It's an interesting assortment of gifts. Isn't it a weird like like here, a four child year old is a four year old is hard. That's I mean it's like we're we're still kind of guessing. Yeah. Here's a little trophy for you. <laughs> and here's a trophy. You're four. Have a trophy. Merry Christmas. You got a trophy. Oh, Whoa. I wish I I wish I could do the the trick of TV and film where it's like expand. Expand, enhance, enhance. Oh, yeah. I, I want to know what the trophy says. I want to know. I want to know what's okay. So that's trans, trans. Okay. Oh, I can't. Oh, I thought one of the cassettes is a lady in the cassette. What's the one over here? I wonder. I can't tell oh, what your audio is getting really scratchy for me. Oh, okay. Uh, is it still sounding bad? Yes. Ugh. What should I do? Uh, I'm gonna hang up and call you back. Okay. Check your wires while we're disconnected. Check my wires. Just check the the USB cable. Oh, okay. Hello? Yeah, we're back with Weather on the Fives. How do I sound? How do I sound? Oh, it's still still scratchy. Still scratchy. Let me see here. These trophies might be in this box. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Still scratching. Okay, not hearing scratches at the moment. Wow. Well, now I'm getting a kind of a stuttering oh, effect video-wise here. Okay, you're, you're still mad, mad scratchy. Hmm. I think it's the cable of the mic, something's going down. Because I only hear it when you talk. Okay. I mean, if I want to keep recording and, like... Plug and unplug a cable, is that like okay to do? Um, you can try it. It'll probably it'll probably kill GarageBand, I bet. Oh, okay. Um, so maybe we uh we kill Skype for a second and you just message me, uh maybe do a test on your end, see how it's sounding? Uh okay, so you want me to stop recording and just do a test? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Okay. All right, so stopping on three, two, one, stop. And one. Two, four, three, six, five, seven. Does it still sound good? Testing, testing. Cool. Sounds great. Um, I'm just going to pull the information I've got here. Um, by the way, I found there's a Christmas slash Christmas dash specials dot wikia. There's a wiki just oh, of wow. Christmas specials. So, uh, and they've got some pretty thorough, uh, <laughs> descriptions of these. Oh, man. You'll have the time. Friends, it is that super, super special time of the year when we discuss a cosmic Christmas. 
as well as deck the halls with wacky walls. <laughs> I did think you were going to format it in the in the usual way of <laughs> our friends at a cosmic Chris a cosmic Christmas. <laughs> Let's make it clear: it's not a comic Christmas. <laughs> it is very cosmic. Nope. Super cosmic. Like, it's real cosmic. It's like Marvel cosmic. It's this just great, large, vast, expanded universe of of characters and creatures. <laughs> and you think to yourself, oh, I haven't seen my one friend in a while. And then they make a cameo and you think, oh my gosh, all of my friends are here. Brad, A Cosmic Christmas, Deck the Halls with Wacky oh Walls. Boy. These are two specials. Do we feel the need to summarize them in the traditional Ramjack way? <laughs> Did we summarize Pac-Man? I don't know if we summarize Pac-Man. I don't, I... I don't think we have the enthusiasm. (laughs) (laughs) I was just trying to say, couldn't we just do all these in one summary and, like... I mean, yeah, if I described them to you in very general terms, you wouldn't know the difference between the two. (laughs) (laughs) Um... uh, Here's a summary. Um, some bullshit aliens want to learn about Christmas. Specifically, a very Christian Christmas. Um... Yeah. So they come to Earth and like they deal with a bunch of lunatics and they're even worse. And then they learn about Christmas. One minute! Every time you guys get it a minute on the dot, I always think you're lying. Never. I'm always like liars. So I think we should probably start with a cosmic Christmas because it did technically come first. Um, it was, uh, it premiered in 1977, I should say, uh, created by the company Nelvana. Oh. Uh, I'm very familiar with, I feel like the only movie that they made, which is called Rock and Rule. It's, it's a very strange, very dark, weird movie. Uh, it, that movie is about post-apocalyptic animal people. And one of them is like David Bowie, and he wants to bring a demon from hell into their world using the power of music. Um, it's fucked up. And if you watch A Cosmic Christmas, you can think to yourself, yeah, I can imagine them making a fucked up sort of coke-induced yeah. rock and roll movie. Um, now, I uh, for uh, for the later special we'll be talking about, uh, Deck the Halls with Wacky Walls, um, I will be referencing... <laughs> if you will. Um christmas-specials.wikia.com quite heavily, but for Cosmic Christmas, they only have a one-line synopsis, which I would love to read. (laughs) Please do. Three aliens travel to Earth to discover the meaning of Christmas. When they get there, they meet a boy and his goose who who help to show them the true spirit of Christmas. Oh, man. A boy and his goose. A boy and his goose. Classic story. Boy meets goose, boy loses goose, boy finds goose again. (laughs) Aliens learn the meaning of Christmas. Yes. Uh, this seems to be uh, a theme in a lot of these 80s Christmas specials, the idea that, like, the world is generally pretty actually nasty around Christmas, and that yeah. a lot of people, most people, have no real clue how to celebrate it, quote-unquote, correctly. Um It reminds me, this opening sort of montage where we see people sort of screaming at each other and demanding things from shopkeepers, did you ever see the cartoon A Cricket in Times Square? No. That that has an even longer montage at the beginning where a child is honest to God slapped. Be- because like the kid is screaming, like, I want, I want, I want, and then the mother sort of goes insane, and everybody's like shouting. It's as a kid, it really induced a panic in me. I didn't like that. I didn't like seeing people in a cartoon being really nasty to each other. 
And I get that the point is you're supposed to balance that out at the end with people realizing what Christmas is about. But I don't, I think it's very cynical. And for the 80s to do that is especially cynical. Well, again, I, I do point out this is, this is definitely, se- yeah, this is 77. Sure. This is very 70s. We're, we're, we're in a post-Nixon, like, um, bitter, jaded view of the world. Mm-hmm. And that would only, like, yeah, overflow into the 80s. But for the for the 80s to sort of decry commercialism is the most hilarious irony of them all. Oh, yeah. Like, Christmas isn't about toys, said the special that's based on a toy. <laughs> Christmas, uh, Christmas isn't about toys. It's about spending time with the people you love and sharing a delicious Coca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we bought oh, Santa, so by the cold. way. it's so cold. So chilly. Uh, the art style for this is very 70s to me. Like, it's very sort of globular. It's very, like, fluid. Like, very, um, it's very transcendental, like, drug-induced shit. Yeah. Everybody moves right. with this sort of Don Bluth fluidity. Like, men are enormous. Or, every like, everybody's either enormous blobs or bizarre stick-like figures. Yeah. There's no in-between. <laughs> No, things are just constantly moving and, like, uh, amoebaing around. It's like that cartoon of Boba Fett in the Star Wars Holiday Special. Yeah, yeah, everything is this weird, gummy, elastic nightmare. Although the Star Wars Boba Fett cartoon was even more like this. Like, beyond drug-induced. Yeah. Do you remember fucking Harrison Ford's Han Solo is the funniest caricature in that cartoon? Um, but yeah, we, we, we start out this little cartoon. We, we meet this kid. I think his name is Peter, and his, his goose is named Lucy. Uh, he's walking about a department store with this skank-ass goose in a sweater and hat. <laughs> and Peter... As you do. Peter doesn't seem to understand that the world around him is dreadful. He lives in a terrible city. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only kids his age seem to be these, like, disturbing miscreants. Yeah, the, but that, that lead kid is a pretty fucking cool looking. Yeah, for some reason, I do dig the character design of Marvin, who is yeah. like the worst of the lot. There's an enormous blob boy. I also kind of dig the girl with the white afro. What yeah. is going on with her? She's pretty rad. But I got to talk about Marvin's um, like awesome bell bottoms with the stars at the bottom. Oh, I didn't really notice that. Oh, yeah. He's got these like purple bell bottoms with with like stars at the at the bottom. Uh, he's, I like how you can see his one eye through his hair. <laughs> yes. That's, it's very, like, effeminate to me and very, like, silly. I like to imagine that his hair is clear. <laughs> he just has, like, this weird fiber, weird plastic clear fiber. Well, let's be hair. fair. Everything in this is so dirty and grisly, and everyone just looks yeah. like they're so, they're covered in grime. When, when we see this... Street corner Salvation Army Santa. He looks well, like he is knocking on death's door. <laughs> I like to believe this is in a post-apocalyptic world. Oh, abs- I don't think Nelvana knew how to do anything that wasn't post-apocalyptic. Um, the, so we, yeah, we see the street corner Santa, and like Peter, who's kind of this idiot. I think Peter's an idiot <laughs> because Definitely. he sort of treats everybody with like respect and dignity, but no one does that for him. And I know that's the golden rule, but Peter, you're getting walked on. And this is not fun. I, I was really expecting to find out he's like a like a wanky orphan, just a vagrant yeah. child running around. I, mean, I was surprised to find he had a home because he seems to know everybody in town, 
Uh, he knows yeah. the street corner Santa, and he's like, hey, how's it going? And the guy's like, not well at all. <laughs> I'm really depressed. Um, and then the the homeless kid, these kids, these other kids are homeless, right? Yeah. Okay. They're living like, I think they're all just like shacking up in like a Fat Albert, like. Shanty. Um, gang house, yeah. Yeah. Um, so those kids are like, fuck you, old Santa. Give us your money because like we're the real fucking kids who are in need. Give us that goddamn money. Um, yeah. And, and he's basically like, nah. he just makes a sound at them. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, there's also a bad, it, it's the, the vocals and the animation are poorly synced. And it's not yeah. a matter of the YouTube b- video being fucked up. This was just not well made. Yeah. Um, um, but it's crazy because they say that and we're supposed to take from it that these are, uh, these are troublemaking kids that are like, these are the assholes of the story. But later we find out, no, these kids are like, they, they are like needy. <laughs> like they don't have things. That's, yeah, they're hungry. That's kind of the climax. Well, it's like the ghosts. I, I felt bad for the ghosts in Packland because yeah. when they got Christmas toys, they like really loved it and were having a great time. And then Pac-Man was like, fuck you. <laughs> It's like let them have something. Jesus Christ. Maybe if we, maybe if you, I, I, I hate to say it, but if we acted like Peter a little bit, not all like Peter. Mm. Peter's gonna get stabbed in the throat <laughs> if he's not careful. Um, but if we acted a little nicer, maybe these kids wouldn't act like total shit heels. Um, Peter sees what he assumes is the Star of Bethlehem. It's not. It's a straight up UFO. <laughs> it's like welcome to Cosmic I- Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, you know it's a cosmic Christmas going in, but it is still jarring that five minutes in, a UFO lands. Oh, two, uh, well, two minutes in, we see it, because the kid is, like, trying to show everybody, and the chief of police is like, fuck off. And the homeless kids are like, fuck off, let's eat your goose. Wait, no, we'll wait for that plane later. <laughs> um... And uh, that's when Peter sort of goes through the woods, and we hear the first of two really shitty songs barely songs oh i mean for a 25 minute thing it's it's sort of ridiculous that they yeah. even try to insert songs it's this whole thing feels like a, the animators like hey yeah we'll do a big musical number here nope and they're like oh boy i'm getting tired of drawing <laughs> let's let's just end it here <laughs> i'm tired of drawing of these work. really fluid water-like characters it's a lot harder than i thought it was gonna be <laughs> oh manzies why don't we just have them like stand and like talk well, and then talk about the 70s, because when the UFO does land during Peter's sort of woodland journey, it's just a black orb. Yeah. It's it's very, like, it looks like something that you would find on the cover of, like, a yellowed 70s sci-fi paperback. Definitely. Um, and these aliens, um, what's going on with these aliens? Um. They are not cool. <laughs> they creep me out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I this don't This is know. 77, so you gotta assume that it's uh, inspired by Star Wars on some level? I, maybe, I, uh, I... We all know which of the three is the creepiest, right? <laughs> the one that has rabbit ears? Uh, ra- the rabbit ears that stick straight up? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the guy who has the blue circle, like, globe face... Yeah, because he's, he's clearly a different species than the other two. Which is which is fine. Um, also, are they supposed to kind of make you think of the three wise men? Yeah, I think so. I don't like it. Um, uh, <laughs> they introduce themselves to this kid, and the one guy keeps saying throughout the whole special, How are you? I'm fine. 
And I think he means to say that his name is fine, but then later I think one of the characters references him by name. I'd just like to think the alien's name is fine. <laughs> nice. But they have ridiculous alien names like, I don't know, Glipglock and <laughs> Schlaglock. Oh, Glipglock. <laughs> um. And of course, what do they want to know about? Well, it's just like fucking Oriko and He-Man and She-Ra. Gotta get some info on that Christmas. <laughs> The alien names, by the way, are Plutox, nope. Lexicon, and Almathor. Lexicon? Is that the fucking alien that keeps, like, wh- what is I, this? I don't know. And he keeps, I think he keeps defining words for them. Oh. Uh, oh, you know, like you do. Um, uh, <laughs> with his crazy purple eyes, his spinning fucking chestnut God, eyes. It's upsetting. Well, it's so upsetting. So they talk about this, like, cosmic phenomena and. The, P- the Peter kid is like, oh, you're talking about the Star of Bethlehem and Jesus Christ of fucking Nazareth. And You know what? You can't mix Jizo mythology and aliens. No, you really can't. You're asking for some trouble on the fucking kid front. Like, and they're like, oh, well, we know that 2,000 years ago there was a strange star in the sky. Um, another thing that breaks down when you get into actual outer space travel is the idea of a Star of Bethlehem being an actual star. Right. Well, that appeared and then sort of vanished. Because I think the idea is, like, it isn't there anymore. I don't understand really what they're sort of intrigued by. Because, like, the thing is, you know, in stupid Bible times, um, (laughs) like, we were like, oh, yeah, it's a light in the sky. It's a star. It's a light. (laughs) Like, we we didn't know anything about stars. Like, but to think of, like, actual space, a star, an actual star in the sky, a gaseous body in the universe that like was really bright and then just disappeared like what the fuck does that even mean well and these aliens should be asking a lot more questions than they are because they're supposed to be aliens of science who have all and this why information would the come here the, that star um if if we're ta- again if we're talking about the the star of bethlehem existed and was an actual star then that means by the time the light got to earth it is so far gone. Why would they? Why wouldn't they go near where that star used to be? Well, the other Christmas special does sort of take that into account. <laughs> the idea of, like, oh, we see this star. Let's go to Earth. And like, how long would that take? That other special does uh, factor that in. Um, yeah, but these. But why go to Earth? I don't know. I. It's Earth always is Earth. It's like the the star isn't on Earth. Like it's a star. We're a special go to planet. Where the star Brent. was. Find that black hole that is what the star became. Um, So they're like, oh, so what's that star about? Peter's like, oh, well, we celebrate Christmas, even though it's December 24th. And he, he, Peter says something like, oh, we're celebrating Jesus's birthday today. I'm like, no, that's tomorrow, dum-dum. And the aliens are like, oh, okay, got it. So Christmas is about peace, love, understanding, being kind to others. Got it. Will you show us, like, evidence of this, like, in practice? And then Peter, I really didn't like this part because it really bummed me out. Peter just keeps taking them to people that he thinks are nice, and they're not nice people. Yeah, it is harsh. He's like, oh, the toy store owner always puts this little nativity scene in the display window. He knows about Christmas. He's a monster. Yeah. He hates his job. He's obsessed with, like, the competition the other store is, like, trying to, like, force on him. he's, He's a fucking nasty person. And the aliens keep dragging Peter. They keep saying things like, oh, is this peace, Peter? Is this <laughs> kindness, Peter? Because they go and they meet the, they kind of they kind of peek in on, on the mayor and the chief of police. The mayor is a stereotype I haven't seen in a while. 
Uh, which is the mayor who's constantly screaming, everything's fine, keep calm. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he's obsessed, I have to assume, with getting reelected, but he also seems genuinely frightened by by his... <laughs> he's, he's upsetting. Yeah, by his... And he's one of the men that's like a blob. He is just a blob. He's, it's basically a fucking Joe Besser from the Three Stooges. Like, He's got enormous paw-like hands with tiny oh, nub fingers. It's so gross. It, it looks like he's eaten something that he's quite allergic to. Well, and the chief of police is no better because the chief of police looks like he's grinding his teeth from heroin addiction. Yeah. He's like putting... Do you remember that moment where the chief of police puts the brill cream in his head? On his head? Yeah. I don't really know what that visual gag was going for. It's, I'm telling you, these animators are just like really showing their stuff. Like yeah. they're having a straight up party. They're having fun. This this is gonna this is gonna make it for me. I'm gonna do it. Well, and the chief of police is like bitching everybody out over the phone who's calling in about this very real UFO, and the mayor is having a panic attack, and the aliens are like, "Is this love, Peter?" <laughs> <laughs> when people make fun of each other and tear each other down and freak out about nothing, is that what you call love, Peter? <laughs> God. You're kind of an idiot, aren't you, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> Peter's getting a harsh look in the mirror for Christmas. Oh, did we mention the aliens have a blob of their own that's sort of a robot, but isn't because it's a blob? <laughs> yeah. It's the it's, it's like the little, it's their little buddy. It's their Aladdin genie of its day. Because it can transform and like turn into like anything that it needs to be. Oh I'm a top hat. Oh I'm a wacky ball. <laughs> I'm on the top hat again. <laughs> Not a lot of options. Um, they, and then he shows them the the kids, the homeless kids. They're starving to death. And Marvin is like, you know, with my little eye, I see through my hair and I realize uh, we should go kill that goose. <laughs> and then he pulls what looks to be a switchblade out. Oh, but it's a switchblade comb. And I'm like, this is the coolest fucking kid ever. And also, I don't like that fake out because it's upsetting. It's like, when I saw that, I was like, oh, this kid's gonna... What is this kid gonna do? He's gonna gut that goose. Yeah. Gut that goose. <laughs> um, and so the goose gets He's really upset. Sinister. And the blob robot just does a dance with the goose. <laughs> yeah, that blob robot wants to fuck that goose. It really does. It watches the goose's ass sway back and forth, and I don't cool. appreciate it. No. Uh, that's when the kid realizes, Peter realizes, oh, maybe I should just show you my family. Um, this is depressing. <laughs> <laughs> the family's depressing because the grandmother is Whistler's mother. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I was going to say uh, um, Grandma from uh, um, uh, Tweety Bird. That's... Perfect. I knew she reminded me of something. But isn't also isn't Tweety Bird's owner supposed to be like a Whistler's mother type? Yeah, yeah. It's it, yeah. I I think we're both correct. <laughs> Jonathan, why can't we both be correct on Christmas? Is this love, Just Brad? Just this once. Is this friendship, Brad? <laughs> Is this camaraderie? I I don't like this moment with the family because I really loathe how the grandmother is making this intricate handmade angel. And the yeah. mom and the dad are like, fuck off. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. It's like, uh, we told you, you don't have to make shit. Like, we can just buy all the things we want. It bums me out. <laughs> and they roll their eyes at her openly. Now, granted, she's a little smug about it. She's a little oh, bit yeah. too invested in her, like, homespun turn-of-the-century shit. See, I feel like if we if we spent a little bit more time with this grandma, we'd find out she's a straight-up lore at Wimsett. 
Oh, well, she's probably a racist, too. Let's be fucking real about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she... Oh, you know, I guess it's nice when you can buy those things and spend all of your money on that sort of trash, but, <laughs> you know, it was so much nicer when we used to all just make things together. Mom, look, I, I've got to work, all right? I don't get home <laughs> until 7 p.m. I'm tired. I gotta help. I gotta help fucking Peter with his homework. Like, I gotta take the dog out. We got a lot of shit to do. I'm sorry. I don't have time to sit around making intricate uh, ornaments that have moving parts. I'm sorry. You've met my son, right? You've met Peter. He's constantly bringing. He brought that goose home, and I said, "Fine." Then he brought the aliens. <laughs> Oh, you, did you see when I helped Peter make a little outfit for his goose? Yes, Mom, and it was weird, it's, okay? It's really weird. That goose is crying all the time. What is that goose crying about all the time? <laughs> what? That, that is the most depressed goose I've ever seen. God, oh, I just stopped on a screen grab of the aliens coming into the living room. God, they're scary. <laughs> Their eyes glow, and it's just, I can't, I can't even find it. I, I paused on a moment that I will never find again. <laughs> That's what, this video is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so you because you expect this to be a scenario where we gotta hide the aliens from mom and dad. Nope. No, we're bringing them straight into the house. Peter's an hey, idiot. Mom and dad, meet some aliens. Man, and the aliens are like, "Hi, hello, tell us about Christmas." And the grandmother has a moment. If I had forgotten to say this, I would have been so upset. She sort of pats her hair and goes, "Men from Mars." What? Grandma, where are you going? I'm going with the men from Mars. Grandma, what are you doing? I'm fucking the men from Mars. I want to see their blue Navi dicks. <laughs> Do you see those rabbit ears coming out of that guy's globe's fucking skull? I want to see what's downstairs. A light show. My God, it's full of stars. <laughs> His dad also has a moment when he, when he first brings aliens. He's like, um, son, I told you about talking to strangers, right? Peter Peter talks to everybody, Dad. Peter talks... He knows oh, everybody in town, dude. Peter is going to be molested. Also, they live in a crazy part of town that isn't part of the city itself. They're surrounded by the woods. Yeah, I I, I was, again, shocked that these, these are, like, humans living in, like, normal times. Because everyone else is just, like, in the garbage scrap apocalypse. Yeah. And they seemingly are, like middle upper middle class yeah the way they dress in the interior of the house looks one way it looks like middle class late 70s mm -hmm. but then outside it's a fucking basic basically a shanty cabin like yeah. a hooten holler fucking little abner situation well basically they've got to hide the fact that they're one of the few families that has a generator <laughs> oh god um so the grandmother the, the peter starts i keep saying the peter <laughs> so the peter is Will the Peter show us what compassion is? Peter is... The Peter. <laughs> your grandmother is so fuckable, Peter. <laughs> Would you mind if I fucked your grandmother on Christmas? Uh, Will the Peter show us how to <laughs> fuck the grandma, as it were? Maybe Is I... this... <laughs> is this... <laughs> Ugh, thrusting gross. thrusting into the goose while the grandmother watches. Is this love, Peter? <laughs> Lexicon, Blue Talks. <laughs> Join us, won't you? The grandmother has literally... She's getting that alien orgasm. That's an orgasm that is beyond our comprehension. Michio Kaku oh. has no idea how to describe this shit. <laughs> Fucking Michio Kaku. She's seeing herself at every year of her own life. <laughs> 
So yeah, Peter was like, tell us about Christmas when you were a girl, Grandma. And she's like, oh, Christmas was perfect back then. Everything was amazing. <laughs> and Plutox, I believe it is, his face begins to glow, and I don't like it. And he makes a tree out of nothing, and it's moving. It's he's like pulling he's pulling things from her head because yeah. he's never seen gingerbread men. They don't know what he's it never is. seen Christmas trees. He's just pulling the thoughts from her head and manifesting them into reality. I hate it. Which is why Grandma wants to fuck Pluto. Well, yeah, she's having a brain orgasm as this is fucking happening, and everything is moving. He makes a fucking Christmas feast that is moving. Yeah, I don't like it at all. And there's another shitty ass song that's playing, and. I couldn't hum this Janis top this Janis Joplin ripoff bullshit if you fucking paid me. I huh. the lyrics are garbage and the music is so saccharine. It's it's very upsetting. Um, but then oh, at that at that point, Marvin just steals the goose. <laughs> Where are the other homeless kids? That you never see hide nor hair of the other two homeless kids. They're just getting high and fucking. Yeah. They don't have anything else. I, 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 I am mistaken. They do appear at the end. But for some reason, they're not helping Marvin steal the goose. Uh, the family chases after the goose. They sort of encounter the rest of the town standing at the fucking steps of the spaceship. And the chief doesn't seem yeah. to care. Like, when he realizes that a goose has been stolen, he's like, oh, that's more interesting to me, not the aliens. Well, because at first he's yelling into the spaceship, like, come out of there, you're under arrest. Like, <laughs> you, what What are the charges? What are the charges? But of course, a small town fucking chief of police would be like, I'm a god, and I'm going to, like, discriminate and fucking act against these people. Ugh. Um, the mayor is screaming, uh, and then, <laughs> that's just a little note, the mayor is screaming. And then I mean, you you would think that they were trying to like uh, stop like uh, uh, an, oil, uh, an oil pipeline from being um, illegally uh, drilled. Am I right? Cut off oh. their cut off their supplies. <laughs> I, I don't. I, this episode will be coming out in a few weeks, but I wonder if uh, Barack Obama has gotten around to taking a look to see if they'll do anything yet. He's evolving. My guess is definitely not. He's evolving, Brett. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be really evolved by the end of January. Sir, they're drowning out uh, their prayer ceremonies with uh, fucking low-flying helicopters that aren't supposed to be flying there in the first place. Eh. They're cutting off supplies. Cool. They're going to cut off those fucking people's supplies. They're going to fucking choke those people to death. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of choking to death, uh, Marvin falls into some ice and is just straight up drowning with the goose. And everybody's just sort of watching for a while. It takes them yeah. a long... Peter's the only one that tries to help immediately. The robot blob stares at it for a while, and then when it does try to help, it can't. Uh, yeah, it makes one attempt, and then, like, ah, I gave it a try. Well, the robot turns into a beach ball, but you can't hold on to a beach ball. Like, that's not enough to, like, get two kids out of the ice. We just saw you during that little dance number turn into a creature with arms and legs. What the fuck is wrong with you, yeah. robot? Hey, robot, why don't you turn into a rope? Or something. Asshole. Fucking idiots. And the townspeople finally, want, once Peter is drowning, only when Peter is drowning also do they decide to help. And oh, the, yeah. the chief says something like, Quick, form a chain! And they form a human chain. And the aliens, who have said a few times now, we're not supposed to interfere, we're only supposed to observe mankind. Uh, one, of, one of the aliens is like, well, we should help. And the leader is like, no, dum-dum, we're not supposed to interfere. And then the third guy goes, well, we also have to learn what Christmas is about. And I'm thinking, 
that this is Christmas. <laughs> this is not Christmas. This is not Christmas. Oh, it's so strange. Like these aliens, they come down and they immediately have um, the ability to understand English, and because they mentioned that they have the ability to speak all languages and do all these fucking magical feats, but they can't just like learn the history of something. Like I, they can't figure out what Christmas is. Like well, one of the aliens straight up says, "Help! What is help?" Are you kidding yeah. me? You can speak any language. What is... Is this help? <laughs> is the, No, you're just fucking my grandma. <laughs> I need you to help. I'm helping her. <laughs> He's helping me good. Oh, God. So they form the human chain. The kids are dragged out of the ice. And everyone's like, you stupid piece of shit, Marvin. You're a fucking rat skank ass bitch. We hate you. <laughs> it's, is this it's Christmas, hard. Peter? <laughs> And this little kid, and then, like, he looks like a little kid. Like, the whole town is, like, ganging up on him. It's amazing. Well, the way they animate his expressions, you can see him sort of shifting between guilt and sadness and fuck you. Like, he's so mad yeah. at this town that's fucked him oh, over. Yeah. And then when... I'm seriously... When Peter is like, oh, well, quiet, everyone. Well, we sh- Marvin, you should come spend Christmas with us. That's when the town is like, oh, uh, I mean... Sure. Yeah, fine. One guy goes, we have lots of extra Christmas decorations. <laughs> what? Feed him. Um, hey, he doesn't need decorations. What he needs is like a turkey sandwich. Oh, well, it's 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 mother. It's 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 Whistler's mother who comes to the rescue because everyone's like, why did he steal the goose? Because he's a little shit. And the grandmother goes, well, no, it's probably because he's fucking hungry, you assholes. And this whole town doesn't think of anyone except their fucking selves. Huh. He doesn't. You don't have to have him kill this goose. We can just give him food, dum dums. Yeah. They have a big party where white Afro girl maybe wants to fuck the chief of police. What? Definitely wants to fuck the chief of police. It's very upsetting. Everyone wants hey, to fuck everyone. Can I see your badge? Oh yeah, that's a badge. All right. She calls him hey, Big Marvin, Boy. Marvin, put it on the tree. Mm, I'm gonna fuck this cop. <laughs> oh no! Please don't fuck the cop putting the brill cream on his head. Is this law and order, officer? <laughs> we aliens truly believe in law and order. <laughs> and then at the end, the aliens leave, and it's just sort of like, all right, bye. Yeah, the end. it is fucking weird. Did they learn anything? What did they learn? Uh, they learned how to fuck a grandma. Um... It's uh, well. This is one of the few specials I've seen where they actually mention Jesus, because the one we're gonna yeah. mention, the one we're gonna talk about next, doesn't at all. It takes the He-Man route by sort of skirting over it. Well, they do say they did mention the Star of Bethlehem, but they don't say Jesus. Yeah, and they don't say God, and they don't say Bible or anything like that. This one's actually a little more on the up and up. Oh yeah. In terms of like, if you're gonna reference the religious shit, you might as well go all in because. I don't know what game you're trying to play here. Um, but that's a cosmic Christmas. It's out there. <laughs> um, also, the soundtrack was sampled on Dan the Automator's remix album, Wanna Buy a Monkey? So, uh, what the fuck are you talking Is that from the Wikia? That's from, that's from Wikipedia, actually. Oh. So. You do, yeah. keep, you do keep saying Christmas specials Wikia, don't you? <laughs> Yes, but this is actually on. This is separately on Wikipedia. It's it's more detailed for uh, Cosmic Christmas on Wikipedia. Oh, Wikipedia um, is uh, better for uh, Wacky Walker, whatever the fuck. Uh, oh no! 
I understand now. I'm going to click random page on the Christmas specials wiki here, and it takes me to, oh my god, Hook's Christmas, which is the, <gasps> which is the episode of yes! Peter Pan and the Pirates from the 90s. It's a Christmas yes. Carol parody. Oh my god. Yeah, and it was Brilliant. a goodie, too. It's a goody-goody. <laughs> I like it. Thomas's Christmas Party. You know what I don't need to do? Celebrate Christmas with Thomas the Tank Engine. No, thank you. <laughs> Well, shall we move into uh, Deck the Halls with Wacky Balls? Sure. (laughs) Deck the Halls with Wacky Walls. Okay, so there's a lot more wiki information on this one, right? Yes. As you said. There's there's a synopsis about as long as the episode. (laughs) It would take you 20 plus minutes to read it out loud, I'm sure. Ugh. December 11th, 1983. Oh, I I was a newborn babe. And I was but a gleam in my father's eye. <laughs> Which is a really creepy old-fashioned way of saying, my dad was horny? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't really, I, don't, I don't know what that phrase is. My dad hadn't even me. got around to fucking my mom yet. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this special is, of course, they're, they're basing this on the wacky wall crawler toys. But there was no cartoon series. This was just a one-off. Um, and it starts off why. immediately on... <laughs> Yeah, I wonder why, Jesus Christ, because it doesn't work on any fucking conceivable level. But I will say this. I find it kind of interesting that the world of the wall crawlers that we, like, see at the beginning... Have you seen Star Trek Beyond? Hell no. Um, There's a whole, like, space station that they go to that's a lot like this, where, like, gravity is sort of, like... Everything is just sort of on top of itself, and people are sort of walking above each other. And yeah. I like this design of a, of a world. Of course, it's animated like garbage. Yeah. But the idea is that, the, of course, they're wacky wall crawlers, so they can like sort of exist and move about on any plane of existence. <laughs> they're insane. <laughs> also, how would you get through this world? I. <laughs> a lot of questions. Yeah. Uh. We we meet. Oh God! I was I, I I literally fell off my ass when I realized that of course this begins with aliens talking about the Star of Bethlehem. <laughs> because the king the king of the wall crawlers is like, oh, I just saw this star appear over the Earth. I need what? to know what it's all about. <laughs> I need to know how the Earth isn't on fire because a star appeared in front of it, like closer than the sun. Yeah. And so the Earth is a scorched nothingness. <laughs> Goodbye, Earth. There's nothing. There's no one to interview about that star because they're all dead. Um, it's it's cl- okay. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at this like little uh, thing they've got here, and it. First of all, I think is that supposed to be? What am I looking at? What what? what I don't I don't know what you're looking at. I'm I, I'm just looking at their their map, and I. Oh, when they're talking about how the Earth is, like, the third planet from the sun in this particular yeah. quadrant. Yeah, it's just a, it's a kind of a crazy looking fucking map. And I'm just like, I, so the star is super tiny. It's, it's, the star seems to be uh, roughly the size of Africa. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Of course, it's representational. It, it, there's a dotted line going from the Earth to the star. I don't know if that's meant to imply that the star is coming away from the Earth, going towards the Earth, or is it just meant to indicate it's above this planet? I they keep they say at least once it's above the planet. Yeah. 
I don't know if we should put too, too much thought in this very poorly drawn map. <laughs> it's just very upsetting. I mean, I'm just trying, I'm trying to figure out scales. I'm trying to figure out why, why is the sun like, I, I, I can't, I can't. It's too I, much. I'd rather it's talk about how everyone looks like a testicle. <laughs> sure. That sounds better. I mean, because the king is like this old wrinkly testicle octopus and his little servant is this old wrinkly testicle bastard. And then we have to just get introduced to a total of six fucking wacky wall crawlers. Oh, boy. Our wacky cast of characters. And they're sort of tasked with going to Earth in a rocket. Pop quiz. Name more than one of them. Uh, oh, well, the leader is wacky. Right? (laughs) Yeah, I I think so. I think his And then, um, uh, Jesus, God in heaven. The girl, the only girl in the group, uh... Her name is, like, Springy? Sure, I'm looking it up. Um. I know that the green guy is Crazy Legs, and I cannot believe I know that. Oh, yeah, Crazy Legs. Crazy Legs, yeah. That's right. Are you looking at the list of character names? I am. I'm just pulling up IMDb here. Oh, Baby Boo is Frank Welker, of course. Oh, of course. Yes, 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 because it's the same voice as Baby Pac-Man. Yeah. It's just that... Uh, A big blue... Big Blue was uh, voiced by Peter Cullen, Optimus Prime. Uh, Optimus Prime, but also doing his Eeyore voice because he did Eeyore in dozens of Winnie the Pooh credits because ah. that's exactly the character that he's doing here. Yeah, And then definitely. there's Crazy Legs. What's the girl's name? It's like sp- Springette. Springette. And then there's Sticky Poo or something. Uh, Stick'em. Stick'em. Great. So that's all of them. <laughs> <laughs> our, our lovable. What is on Stick'em's head? What is on his head? Is it a pot? No, it's like it looks like the collar of a suit. It's just oh oh that's that's Dickum. Um yeah yeah um, Crazy Legs is the one with some sort of weird Crazy Legs yeah oh uh, and Spring Springette does have a flower pot on her head. <laughs> yeah of course Jesus Christ as you do oh and uh, we should say the little baby character. What the fuck is with that character design? It just has this giant white triangle that's supposed to be a diaper, I guess. I don't like it. I don't want to think. I don't want to think about these things that hang from the ceiling wearing diapers. Nope. I don't want to have to think nope. about how their bodily functions work nope. ever. You know that shit sticks. You know that shit sticks. Ugh. Uh, so they're t- uh, stick them. Stick them. I think. By the way, just it, it. Various scenes seems to have just random garbage stuck to him. But from the very beginning, he always has this white thing on his head. So I assume it is something that he caught along the way, but someone should be like, hey, dude, let me fucking get that off of you because you look ridiculous. You can kick me signs on your skull, dummy. Dumb, dumb. Uh, they get in an old school rocket. Uh, did we mention that Wacky just sounds like Edwin? Like a shitty Mad <laughs> yes. Hatter fucking uncle from Mary Poppins. Oh, it's me, Wacky. Oh. Okay. All right. You're probably manic depressive and suicidal, but whatever, Wacky. They get into the rocket, and it's the year zero. They establish with a counter in the rocket that it is the year zero, on planet Earth at least. And a song is playing about, here are the wacky fucking wall crawlers, here are all their names, and they're going to travel for 2,000 years. 2,000 years? What the fuck is happening? Meanwhile, the the monarchy of their home has been uh, abolished. Uh, a democratic uh, institution was created. Eventually, there was nuclear wars, and eventually, they all died. Oh yeah, when they get back, it's there's going to be nothing there, nothing, nothing, except super intelligent apes. Huh? 
<laughs> the Abraham Lincoln statue is more like the ape or a Ham Lincoln statue. Oh no! Oh, unfortunate. Um, they land and they have they have t- they have two missions really. They got to know what that star is all about, and they got to know what Christmas is all about. At a certain point, they learn that the two are connected somehow. I'm not bothering to figure out how. <laughs> is this Christmas? Oh boy! They Again, are. they're walking around. Yeah, it's the same fucking thing. <laughs> It's like, listen, I think this is a shared universe. We've got all these alien species that saw the star, were drawn to Earth. They wanted to find out what it was about. Well, and when I have... Krypton blew up and like (laughs) all kinds of shit happened. Well, you could have done anything with these characters. And I think the idea is that you should make these characters more like action based. But that, I guess, would stretch the budget of the animation that they don't have to begin with. They should be like throwing themselves around, like stretching their arms. Like, yeah. ju- like they should be like throwing themselves around, basically like superheroes. They have like super abilities, right? I, But they don't yeah. in this version, at least. They're just boring and they listen, walk around. Listen, they've been like in a rocket ship for 2000 years. <laughs> so they're just a, they're a, little, they're a little tight. They got to stretch it out a little bit. Why is Wacky dressed like a Harlem Globetrotter? <laughs> I don't understand it. That's a good it. question. That's a good question. Um, uh, when they land on Earth, they immediately start talking to this one guy who is... <laughs> he's decorating his house as part of a neighborhood competition. Uh, he claims that one of his neighbors had skydiving Santas jumping into broiling cauldrons of plum pudding. <laughs> and he's determined to like beat that. But the best moment is when he calls out to this teenage kid... And he's like, hey, cue the music. And I love, genuinely love the moment where the kid just dances to his own music. Yes. He's, just, he's sort of doing this, like, fist-pumping dance. And the dad's like, I don't know if that's Christmas music, but I'll allow it. <laughs> he doesn't shut down his effeminate gay son, and I love it. <laughs> nice. Father, this is the new Christmas music. Mm-hmm. All right. This makes me uncomfortable, but I don't know how to deal with that right now. <laughs> it's the 80s, whatever. <laughs> and of course, Wacky, which they they talk a lot about how no one can see them as they truly are. But the guy they talk to outside of his house doesn't seem to be phased by Wacky at all. He yeah. says to him, oh, are you from the electric company? What? This is an alien. <laughs> it's an alien from another planet. <laughs> Yeah, is that right? a joke about the electric company? God, if Maybe? it is, I I don't know. Wacky looks I like mean... a fucking testicle. <laughs> <laughs> if that's if that's what we're trying to say about the electrica, oh, you know those fucking electricians. No, they no, I those... mean like the, the show, the electric company, no. like Spider Man and Bill Cosby, electric company. Yeah, yeah, I understand, but okay. no, there's no way that's a reference to that show. All right. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm I think trying. I'm trying. They just have no ability to like maintain their character continuity. I, you'd think that's maybe the family that they're going to focus on for the duration of the Christmas special, and I would have loved it yes. because I want to know more about the dancing gay teen. I want to, yeah, I want to know more about that kid that's straight up doing the Elaine from Seinfeld dance. Oh yeah, it's perfect. I'm gonna make a gif of it. I think I'm just gonna have to make a gif of it. <laughs> Because it's yes. a happy, it's a very happy gift. Now, great. they they overhear uh, these two kids. One of them is like named Kidsco. I swear to God, his name is Kidsco. <laughs> He's a kid, and his name is Kidsco. But then the other kid is named Derek, and they trick you. They make you think Derek is not a shithead. Yeah, but he is. He oh, totally he is. is. He ever. Um. There's also, in this moment, a guy with a giant box that just says costumes. 
and he sees the wacky wall walkers as they're pretending to be cows. I don't even know, guys. <laughs> There's There are a lot of gags stuffed into this 23 minutes. But that guy does understand that they're aliens, and he does have a freak out. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and in a moment, they're going to dress in those Santa costumes that tumble out of that box he was holding. And when they're dressed like that, no one thinks that they look weird. They all just think that they're dressed as elves. They're not. Yeah, I mean, you know, eight-legged elves that, like, stick to things. They're alien testicles. <laughs> you should know what that looks like. Um, oh, but Derek and Kids Co. are, like, going to the mall, and Derek kind of plants the seed of him being a shit by being like, Christmas is great, because you get whatever you want. Oh, Derek. Is Daryl, that what, by the way. Daryl? Oh, Daryl, fair enough. Daryl, is that what Christmas is truly about? Is it? A Christmas is it? sale? Is that what Christmas is all about? Uh, pop quiz, what are all of the things that they think Christmas is? Crazy uh, Legs at one point thinks Christmas is a food. He goes into like yeah. a homeless shelter and gets like a free meal from this shitty cranky lady and he eats tuna casserole and he's like, ugh, Christmas tastes like shit. <laughs> yeah. Pop quiz, what else do they think Christmas is? Uh, I, I don't know. Um, I got another one for suicide, you. Suicide, uh, garbage, I don't Wacky, Wacky eats an orb from a Christmas tree thinking it's a Christmas fruit and glass <laughs> makes his gums bleed, I have to assume. So fucking upsetting. Uh, I'll tell you what's not upsetting. The best character besides the gay teen, it's the dad. Yeah. Best dad in a cartoon ever, because he hates his kid. Well, because this takes such an abrupt turn. It does. Because we meet Daryl, we think, oh, Daryl's a good kid that's going to help teach them about Christmas, and um, like his goose will probably get to be stolen by a really cool bully that's just hungry. <laughs> um, but just that's hungry. not what happens. It turns out Daryl's an asshole who... Um, he finds out his friends like buying a bunch of toys because his parents just gave him some money, and he's like, "My parents suck. I want, I want more toys." Yeah, he learns that Kids Co. got money, but instead of asking his parents for money, which I thought was going to happen, he just asks them for a one thousand dollar toy car. Also, the parents say he's twelve years old. You're too old for a toy car, dude. Well, let's be fair. Daryl just wants. He doesn't yeah. care what the fuck it is, as long as it has a huge price tag. Uh, if the best character is the dad, the worst character is the mom. Yeah, because she's straight up like, well, it's only a thousand dollars. She's what? undermining him at every turn. Yeah, absolutely. But what are you talking about? It's only a thousand dollars. In the in the eighties? Are you are you out of your mind? <laughs> that like that's you could buy a car for a thousand dollars in the eighties. Jesus Christ. Uh, so Daryl meets these aliens eventually after we get through this endless series of gags at the mall. Um, at one point, baby boo goo poopy poo like vanishes. They split up and they let the baby go on its own. <laughs> you know, as you do. As you well, that do. That baby is 2,000 years old. Let's be real. I mean, it is voiced by a 50 year old man. <laughs> That's a 2,000 year old baby that sounds like Frank Welker. That baby is 2,000 years old, and they haven't aged a day since their journey began. Um, they buy Wacky thinking he's a toy, and that's how Daryl meets them. When Daryl, like, takes Wacky out of the box, he hates him. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck is this? This isn't the goddamn car I asked for. God. And the mother's the like, oh, Daryl, I love you. 
<sighs> Your dad's gonna have a heart attack, and when he does, I'm gonna cash in on his life insurance. Just keep fucking with him, Daryl. I love it. That poor father. Like, I love he's like, listen, I'm drawing the line in the sand here. No more. I'm trying you to raise my enough. son right. I've already bought him, he says, more toys than the store, which I have to assume is true. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so the aliens meet up with Wacky and Daryl in a little shanty shed that's marked as Daryl's place. So once again, we're getting this like Fat Albert shit. <laughs> like yeah. kids just have to live in a little weird shanty hut. I don't fully understand. Kids need their own little huts. It's just a fact of life. And Daryl is like, oh, you want to learn what Christmas is all about? I'll tell you. Christmas is all about kids getting whatever the fucking flying fuck they want. And I'm going to turn you into my little testicle slaves. I mean, he straight up threatens them. Listen, I'm going to call the Air Force and turn you fuckers in. He's a unless you do child. what I fucking tell you. And it's like, oh, God. Like, I, I mean, I knew we took a turn. I, because I, it really, you feel like at the first, okay, you're with this kid. And then he has the little, the little hissy fit about the fucking car. And you're like, oh, this kid might be the worst. And then he meets these aliens, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, this kid is going to hang out with these aliens for a while, and then realize he was being a jerk. But I didn't know the arc of this whole thing was <laughs> going to be teaching this kid not to be a jerk. Yeah. Uh, they they become his slaves because Daryl, without this car, is not a full human being, so he needs to, like, raise the money to get this car by the end of the day, because he's so fucking manic. Oh, and yeah. he, hires, he, he, he hires himself out to, like, decorate Christmas trees? I don't really get what the cut, scheme is. To cut down and decorate Christmas trees. To First cut, of all, to I, cut the tops off of trees. <laughs> I mean, I, I maybe it wasn't. Was it stated? Yeah, it's Christmas Eve, right? Yeah, it is. This is always a thing in TV shows and movies. Like, oh, it's Christmas Eve. Uh, we got to get a Christmas tree. Nobody's. Nope. If you're getting a tree no on one. Christmas Eve, you don't have a tree that year. You're an you idiot. just don't have one. I, I'm convinced like, that that's something. Yeah, the movies and TV just invented. Uh, my my tree like um that I ordered got in yesterday. Um today is um just to let everyone in. Um it's November thirtieth and I'm feeling antsy because I just haven't had time to finish setting it up and decorate it yet. Well, you gotta set it up because pretty soon Christmas will already have come and gone, Brad. Oh, I'm gonna miss it. I'm gonna miss it. Actually I'm probably I think I may take it down on Christmas. It's a solstice tree. It's not a Christmas tree. Fuck oh. that shit. <laughs> to be fair, I think you did say Christmas tree earlier. <laughs> Listen, I'm just using the cultural uh, vernacular that everyone's comfortable with, but I want everyone to know the truth that this is not a Christmas tree. This is a solstice tree, and after winter solstice, these lights are cu- are turning off. Uh, Crazy Legs, I should say, is wearing a cooking pot. A cooking pot on his head. A cooking pot. As he has been for 2,000 years. Uh, like a maniac. Um, <laughs> eventually, they... Inside wa- is all dead maggots. <laughs> oh, stop it. Don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> they wind up at an orphanage, and that's when Daryl realizes that Kids Co. had money to buy presents, but those presents were going to the orphans. And he is sort of flummoxed by this. <laughs> he doesn't fully understand what exactly is going on here. He, he's just going to buy it and give it away? What? What's happening? Kinzo, what are you doing? And, and they're making... I just hum- read that his name is Kinzo, by the way. K- K-I-N-Z-O? Yes. Oh, it's Kids Go. <laughs> yeah, it's Kids Go, definitely. It's Kids That's Incorporated. That's what his name is. It's my ethnic friend, Kids Go. Yeah, who isn't the lead. We have to make the lead a white kid, God forbid. Oh, yeah. um, but at least the white kid is a jerk, and the kid who's not white is nice. 
I guess yes, we can a, take he's that. He's a noble savage. <laughs> <laughs> Help me learn how to bury the potato. <laughs> um, and they learn that, like, okay, so this is where they learn that they're making homemade decorations because apparently, once again, you shouldn't buy decorations. You shouldn't make them. Okay. I mean, if I see a decoration that I connect with and I think is neat and I want to have in my home, I'm going to buy that. Don't make me feel bad for not making all of my shit. Fuck off. Yeah. Here's another thing. Um, a homemade decoration, I, you know, maybe it'll last, maybe it won't. I got a box of Christmas decorations here. Some of them are homemade, yes, but some of them are also purchased, and I will keep using them forever until I'm dead. Everything in moderation, including moderation. <laughs> But some of these homemade ones probably aren't going to live forever because they're just, they're homemade. They're, they're not made of uh, long living materials. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's okay. I mean, popcorn on strings, that's just destined to fall apart. Don't that's, do that. That's done. Like you're, like you already have, you, you've put up your tree and now you have bugs eating your ornaments. Oh, that's ew, not ew. okay. Fruit flies, fruit flies, bleh. Um, so Daryl- Do you eat popcorn? <laughs> no, but like if you're making like cranberry strings. Oh, well, okay, yes, if you're making cranberry strings, but you didn't mention cranberry strings, popcorn. <laughs> I didn't know we were popping cranberries in our popcorn box. I don't think Christmas is about policing your friends, Brad. <laughs> is this Christmas, Brad? <laughs> Let me string this popcorn. Oh, no, I'm out of cranberries. Those, eight, those wacky wall walkers are fucking the woman who runs the orphanage. They're fucking oh. her. And then there's a woman upstairs who's just reading a story... They say that she's telling stories, and she <laughs> is talking about the Christian story of Christmas, but we don't hear the important key words. No. We do know she's telling a fucking story, though. Well, and one of the aliens says, oh, I get it. You guys celebrate something that happened a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they get from the story. Uh, okay. All right. So something I, happened I guess- a long time ago. <laughs> That would be like us celebrating when we left our planet to come here for this stupid trip. <laughs> I mean, it might as well be. Uh, Daryl gives the $1,000 that he raised uh, through slave labor. Um, and then he just gives all his presents to the orphans. And the aliens go away. And by the time they get back to their home planet, Daryl will be dead. <laughs> Everyone will be dead. What the fuck? Happy holidays. It's out there. Deck the halls with wacky walls. What? That's a terrible name for your short, by the way. Yeah. I don't know what you call it. That's probably the best version of what this could be called. Oh, man. The Glow Friends Save Christmas. You guys, I'm I'm telling you now, you will be reviewing that one. I'm demanding it. And I'm a boy on Christmas, and I get what I want. Um, Ziggy's Gift. You will be watching that. Oh, fuck. Uh, you will be watching, um, <laughs> let me see, I'll just click random again on the Christmas special wikia, which is probably yeah. the best website that's ever been created ever. It's pretty fucking great. You could spend hours doing this shit. Yeah. <laughs> random page. I keep clicking, but I, re- I want to find something from the 80s. Give your friend an Easter egg for Christmas is a Sesame Street special. Oh, there is something on YouTube called an intergalactic Thanksgiving, I swear to God. (laughs) Oh, man. There's nothing better. I think I've talked about this on another podcast. Oh, uh, yeah, I I remember what I talked about this on. Uh, There's a Wizard of Oz uh, Thanksgiving special called Dorothy in the Land of Oz, where Dorothy goes back to Oz, extols the virtues of Thanksgiving, and meets a talking pie. (laughs) 
Wow. Uh, that is on DVD. You don't have to watch that on YouTube. You can buy that on DVD. Um, I have to read this description. Always remember I Love You, a made-for-TV movie um, from 1990. <clears throat> Steven Dorff plays Robert Mendham, a 16-year-old boy who discovers right before Christmas that he was kidnapped as a child and subsequently adopted. He then uh, runs away to try to find his real family. Patty Duke plays his birth mother, Ruth Monroe. Upon meeting Robert, she takes an immediate motherly interest in him, though he doesn't reveal to her that she is in fact his real mother. He meets his father, a younger brother and sister, and stays with them until Christmas Eve. He tells them that he ran away because of problems at home, and they encourage him to return home and make peace with his parents. He struggles with the decision to reveal his true identity. Wow, what an uplifting uh, little tale. Uh, I just landed on Mork's first Christmas, <laughs> which features Mindy wearing a crazy sweater. <laughs> um, how about the uh, Merry Merry Christmas New Kids on the Block album? Album? Oh. Yeah, apparently they also have um, albums on here. Uh, this is getting a little uh, muddled. <laughs> uh, sometimes you just get character pages. Uh, and I just landed yeah. on Kubla Kraus, who's the main villain from the Christmas special Jack Frost. That's a Rankin-Bass Christmas special. Huh. Oh, uh, I get one for Bam Bam Rubble. <laughs> you know like you do. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, Brad, <laughs> what else can Ooh. we say? Manzies, those are some specials. Uh, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Friends, thank you for joining us for this super special holiday episode. It has been a delight. Thank you, Jonathan, for joining us. You're very welcome. Um, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter. My handle is J-O-N-P-E-R-N-I-S-E-K. And you can also hear me on How Rude, the Full House podcast. I co-host that with Brandon Shagney. Uh, we're uh, right on the cusp of covering Fuller House Season 2. So we're going to be covering that over the course of two weeks. Two marathons we're going to do for that. Uh, so get your fucking ass ready. <laughs> They're adding more characters. They're adding more characters. I, I Just because of the, the way you've um, you know, marathoned like, the last ones, and I, I just have no grasp on who the fuck any of these characters are at all. Oh, no. No, 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 no. The names should be like how they are for us. They should all bleed together. It, yeah, it is. It just it washes over me. I, I got that Stephanie's a DJ. Um, <laughs> and DJ is the worst. Like, that's all, I, that's all I really know. Yep. That's all you really need to know. <laughs> yeah. Um... Friends, of course, you can uh, get us at us on the Facebook group. It's a party. There's the website, ramjackpodcast.com, with links to all of the things. Um, so go do that. Have a party. Give us five-star re- reviews. Fuck four-star reviews. Like, what are you holding out for? What what's, what do you what do you need that star for? Give it, give it to us. We deserved it. We've earned it. Giving it. Um, and, like, fuck everything else. Don't even try. Just stay home. Don't listen. <laughs> Kill yourself. Like, we don't need you. Uh, <laughs> Brad, we've been fielding a lot of questions tonight from aliens. Uh, you know, some of these questions include, what is the Bethlehem star? What is Bethlehem? What is Jesus? Was he real? <laughs> Definitely not. And, you know, also, what is Christmas? But all of these questions are not nearly as important as the most important question of all. And that is, what is Yummy
What's under my tree? 